Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck, too. Gentlemen, how are we doing? What's going on, sir? Happy Wednesday. You know, we're here. We are back at, live in studio. The last few episodes I have done, we have been um, at the IX Center and then at Lucy's. And uh, before that, we had technical difficulties with uh, Studio 2 the week before. Before that, we had technical difficulties. Before that, we had technical difficulties. Pretty much the regular that, occurrence we had at this technical point. difficulties. Dave, oh. what's going on? Grape, what's up, my man? What's up, Grape? What's up, Dave? Uh, the Grapevine will be live this Friday night, 6 to 8. He's got a great guest. He's been promoting the shit out of it, and I'm looking forward to that episode. Should be a good one. Tim will be there. Yes, sir. As always. So check that out, the Grapevine, 6 to 8. These are not ad reads or anything like that. That's just me promoting a friend. Check him out. Just doing a nice thing. Follow him on social media. Great. Plug your, uh, I don't know your names off the top of my head. You got some long ones. You've made like 15 Facebook profiles. Um, so Michael Bradley, you can follow him on there. He's always up to something. He's currently doing uh, voiceovers for 80s cartoons, which is funny as shit. So check that out. Uh, what's up, Adam? So definitely just follow Grape. Look up his Facebook. You'll find all of his social media stuff. Give him a follow and tell him talking about balls sent you. That's what we do. What's up, Adam? Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. We are here. The gentlemen are all in the room together. It's happy. Happy to see everybody here in a normal setting. Don't get me wrong. I love doing remotes. I love doing live shows with audiences, etc. However, just sitting, <laughs> cutting, you know, pulling the, we'll pull the curtain back and just having the boys hanging out. It's a great time. I like pulling something back and um, hanging out, but, you know. We got the potential mayor of Illyria. Is that Adam or is that Chipper? I don't know. Mayor of Illyria? Could be either one. Is Adam running for mayor of Illyria? I don't think you run for it. I think it's just they just pick give somebody. It to you? Yeah. Or, or is it whoever pulls a short straw gets Nobody it. wants it, so it's one of those things where they're just like, somebody's got to do it. Hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, we are here. We are live. We have a jam packed episode there it is grapevine 216 with some underscores mixed in uh there's a good chance you're gonna get a if you if you add grape on facebook let me just warn you you will get a friend request from another account within like a week or two because that motherfucker always gets banned he is always in facebook jail he is on the uh facebook's top 10 most wanted list uh but it's worth it definitely worth it thanks grape i am 40 still feeling it yeah, Kyle is old as shit, as you guys can see. His beard has progressively changed. If we go back and make like a uh, a week by week video picture, I, I think we could show the gray just progressing more and more. I, I trimmed it today. Just I got a haircut. I trimmed it a little bit, thinking maybe I get rid of some of the gray. But there's gray underneath the gray. It's just there. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's getting it's getting rough now. You're it's about embedded. to be fully. Everything's gonna be white. Man, I could I have that sexy salt and pepper look going on, maybe. Yeah, it could be. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> or you're just gonna look like Santa. There's only there's no, I mean there's no middle ground. At some point with, in my life, I'm gonna have to embrace the Santa mentality and just go for it because I the love. One Christmas. cool thing is, you know, yeah, around Christmas time, there's some extra change you can make. You could go be a mall Santa. Yes, there's always something yes. to do. You could be in parades and all that shit. There's plenty of options. Come here, little boy, sit in my lap. That will wind you up in jail. That oh. is, oh, that's wrong. not Santa. That my is bad. the Jared Fogel. Oh. We do not want that. <laughs> Have you ever seen a foot long before? And his beard turned Neither white in prison for all the wrong reasons. A lot of stickiness going on. Very sticky, and that is not from teriyaki sauce, I'll tell you that. Hmm. It's yum-yum uh, um, sauce is what they call it. It rhymes with yum-yum, but it <laughs> definitely isn't. Um, but anyway, let's get right into it. Yes, Again, we have a jam-packed so much. episode. Cleveland and New York. 
This is the week of that rivalry. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. The Guardians against the Yankees for yep. the past three days. And then this Saturday, the Cavaliers and the Knicks have Fuck. their Fuck that. matchup. I'll be in New York next weekend. Hopefully the series is still going on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear some Cavs gear around New York if I don't get shot. It, it but. should. I mean, the way the NBA is stretching it out, I've, I, I looked it up. It's like they're literally playing Saturday, I think, then Tuesday, then Friday, then Sunday. Perfect. So you'll I'll be, be there for the weekend. I'll be in New York Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then back Sunday. So, so. Friday and Sunday we'll be at MSG. So that's awesome. perfect. Um, with that being said, though. Oh, yeah, who doesn't, especially in my Chinese food. Um, but with that being said, we, of course, are going to make bets. My bet is one for the future. I'm doing a futures bet. Oh, a futures bet, huh? So, yeah, Guardians went two and four. We'll talk about that here in a minute, Adam, uh, at the homestand. I'm doing a futures bet because why not? I hate New York. Uh, I don't like the Knicks. I don't like the Yankees. I don't like the Mets. I don't like anything in New York, really. I love the city. I love going there. It's an awesome place to be. But I hate all the sports teams, and their fans are a bunch of dickheads. And I hate him. So I've decided I am all in for the Cavaliers. All in. All in. Pun intended. That's the Cavaliers catchphrase now. This year it's uh, hashtag let them know, I think it is, or something like that. It's worked out so far. Whatever. I don't I don't follow that stuff. I'm too old for that shit now. Um, You're too old for that shit. Way too old to care about hashtags. I don't understand them. Uh, but I am going with this Saturday. The only one you can see. I'm going to do a two-game parlay. The one, however, I don't have statistics for because it is on Saturday. Uh, the Guardians play the Washington Nationals. I'm going to team that up with the Cavaliers' money line, and that's the Guardians' money line. Team that up with the Cavaliers' money line. Right now, if you look there, Superbook, Superbook has uh, the Cavs at two, minus 215, uh, but DraftKings right below it there, a few spots down, minus 225. I like those odds. I use DraftKings and FanDuel the most. So when the odds are within like 10 to 15, I usually will just go with the, the, the app yeah, that I, I sure. stick with. Uh, so for this one, again, the odds for the Guardians Nationals is not out yet. But regardless of who's pitching, regardless of what they're going to find, I like the Guardians. The Nationals are not a very good team. The Guardians should win this game on Saturday. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to be at home. They could be in Washington. Maybe no, they're in Washington. They are in Washington. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. They're the better team. They should win. For whatever reason, we appear to be better on the road this year anyway because that homestand was abysmal. Um, but I am going to double those up. Again, I don't have the numbers for the Guardians, but I have a feeling if you match those up, you're going to be in the plus something range. So there's money to be made, and I am going for it. I will be betting Knicks, or I'm sorry, Cavaliers over the Knicks and Guardians over the Nationals in a like two-game parlay on DraftKings this Saturday. Do it with me if you guys want. I, I like when people – I actually had a buddy today. We did a, a six-game Major League Baseball parlay. Phillies decided to fuck us in extra innings. But so far, we started off two for two, which was kind of a cool feeling when you're doing a parlay. I only throw a little bit of cash down just to make the games more interesting. So it's always fun. Just so, a little bit of cash? Just a little bit. No, oh, I, nice. no I go cheap with the parlays like that. A little chump um, change. So keep keep up with me if you want and, and tag along and do my picks. So I like, I like the whole Cleveland bet. That's a good idea. Yeah, so do that. And if you don't want to use DraftKings, if you want to use any other app, go to BetStamp. Use code BALLS, B-A-L-L-S. Yep. Download that today. And you have access to every team and every pick you can think of it has. If you want to do what Kyle does, you'll see that in a minute. Statistics, rebounds, assists, anything, three-pointers, blocks. It will tell you where to get the best odds, where to make the most money. And again, that is BetStamp, B-E-T-S-T-A-M-P. Use code BALLS. Download it today and just make more money. Why not? We're all gambling. The guy that I was helping gamble today... Uh, um, last night he, he screwed himself. I went on bet stamp and I looked up and I said, Hmm, uh, has Andy Davis first basket score at 300 and something. And I'm like, 
why don't you throw like five bucks on that just to get your feet wet in gambling? And he was like, no, I don't know. And he was kind of dragging his feet. Who happened to score the first basket last night? Who? It was Anthony Davis. I would have won him some decent money if he would just fucking listen to me. So people, do what I do. Go to BetStamp. Make the most money that you can. Download it today. Use code BALLS. Those are my picks again for this Saturday. I'm going Knicks, uh, Cavaliers over the Knicks, and I'm going Guardians over the Nationals. Money lines, I don't have the odds 100%, but right now the Cavaliers are, are, are um, minus 225 on DraftKings, so I like those odds. I like it. It's a good bet. So mine, I've gotten on this kick, I think, since last Wednesday. Hit pretty big last Wednesday, actually. I was really pumped. We were out. We went out after Lucy's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had, forgot about that. Had, had some wings and some, had some uh, cold beverages. And I hit for uh, close to $600 between two bets we placed. Pretty big. I was excited. But what I did is I, I started doing these rebound bets, and I call them the small rebound bets. Because if you look, I decided to go with two players tonight, put them together, DeMar DeRozan and Trey Murphy. So um, not asking much from them. Not at all. We're only asking for one to get over five rebounds, another one to get over three rebounds or four rebounds. Um, seems like pretty simple things to do, right? Um, I'd say they should get it as well. I I think the Trey Murphy bet, which one we have at Trey Murphy's at minus one fifteen right now on Barstool. Uh, Demar Derozan right now, so his is his fluctuates. So you got two options: you can either bet the over five and a half, or you can bet over the four and a half. I'm sticking with the four and a half because I'm not sure I trust Derozan to get the, the six rebounds. Um, but I went with the four and a half. I agree with that. I stuck with the. I just went with MGM because I have a lot of money in MGM right now. It's minus one fifty five. So I parlayed those together, and right now I think it's plus one seventy. I believe. Um, for it. it is what it is. I'll double my money, get some extra change back if they hit it. But um, if it was a full night slate of basketball games, I'd, I'd put more in that bet. But unfortunately, I couldn't. Um, but for me, it's been winning. It's been hitting. I'm not asking much. Small statistics. Um, again, I'm not a professional gambler. Neither is Justin. These are just fun things I like to do, fun things he likes to do. But it's been paying off for me. So if you want to go ahead and take a shot at some of these small statistics, statistics go ahead and have some, have some fun with it. Do it to it. So that is, again, go to BetStamp, B-E-T-S-T-A-M-P. Use code BALLS. Download that today. Uh, Dave, I am 34, and I do not have the Warriors coming out of the West. You will hear all about that in a little bit. Kyle and I will do our pick em and uh, our Newsflash, I don't have the Warriors coming out of the West either. Yeah. So we're going to do um, – I don't think we're going to do it for any punishment. Just we'll do an NBA bracket. This would be fun. the first time we haven't done it for a punishment, though. The NBA? Yeah, we, we've done we've done the bracket picks into something. Nothing, nothing crazy, like something small. Okay, then we'll do it for punishment. Why not? Maybe a slap bet. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll think of something. Uh, maybe we'll do the uh, those jelly beans again. Oof, jelly beans. Yeah. No, those are, those, those are were good. I think that's fun for everybody to watch yeah, at home when fun, we eat something disgusting. We do, we do it during the show. Yeah, it's, not, it's not good. They're disgusting. Some of them did make me want to vomit. Every, every 10 minutes, you have to pop a new one out and just take what you yeah, get. That's fine with me. That's we good. Do that. We can do that. Um. But yeah, really quickly, we will. Adam, you brought up the point there. Uh, Guardians did go two and four in their homestand since they came home last Friday for their home opener against the Seattle Mariners. Not not good. No, did not look good. Um, pitching has not been there. I think. I mean, it's not surprising to me. We're struggling right now. You're missing two of your best pitchers. There's no Aaron Savali. There's no Tristan McKenzie right now. I was listening to the radio and they were saying that Zach Plesac, um is. Currently our number two. So if anything Oof. happens, God forbid, if something happens to Shane Bieber, Zach Plesak is our ace. That's no good. Why but, is it why is it always every season, the start of the season, we have injuries with our pitchers? Like we just start off slow and choppy um, and it just I don't know. It just seems like it's a consistent thing over the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could be like a training regimen thing. You never really know what what the what the issue is, but it's not good. I'll tell you that. Uh 
Tristan McKenzie knowing that he was going to be out on the 60 day DL was was devastating when that yeah. news broke and then Aaron Savali also being hurt now we're pitching guys that you know most people never heard of today we had a rookie making his first big league start against the Bronx Bombers the New York Yankees actually did really well um he went out there and he pitched I think he only gave up two runs over five innings give or take I think they pulled him in the fifth like there's four and one four and a third inning he pitched and yeah. they pulled him um, but for a guy making his first career major league start, that's not bad against the Yankees, who are known for crushing the ball. So we, we only gave we, two runs. We get off to a hot start in these games. We get the runs in the first inning, second inning, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the game, we we just it falls apart. Yeah, we were up, I think, three to two, and then we went into the seventh inning, gave up a home run, and then Emmanuel Classe came in in a tied tie game, which is weird to see happen. Yeah, gave up the game game winning run. It ended up being uh, the go ahead run for the Yankees, and we were never able to capitalize. I uh, I was actually at the gym. I didn't hear the end of the game, but when I came out, I heard the end, and they said we had the bases loaded in the the bottom of the ninth. weren't able to capitalize. Guardians lose three to uh, four to three, and they lose the the series to the Yankees two to one, and they just lost the series two to one against the Mariners. So not a good homestand at all. Uh, pretty embarrassing. Those are two. This was kind of we're going back to what I talked about last year. My my thing that got me in a lot of that a lot of people thought was a heel heel turn on me, but just being honest, Guardians struggle against good teams. Who did they just lose? Two out of, uh, or they lost uh, four yep. out of six? Yep. They lost. Oh, look at Steve. You're in Cancun, man. Be safe. I see a lot of Americans are getting um, kidnapped it's, it's and, Mexico, not Cancun. and murdered and oh, all it's that. Mexico. Never mind. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. Woo, it's been a long week so far. <laughs> um, shout out to Steve, though, for, yeah. for checking I, in. I, I met that, Steve. Man. I met Steve last Friday. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Get Steve's home. a great guy. Yeah. I, I love Steve. I uh, hope him and his family have a great time. I know they're down there enjoying themselves I'm, I'm sure they're going to be fine the weather's probably better up here from being honest it's like 80 degrees today dude you picked the wrong time to leave i beg to um, differ he's not he's not as sorry as justin's got a nice ass he's been working on it for a while it's all right i, I do <laughs> occasional squats not many um but again this goes back to what i said last year with the guardians they struggle against good teams and they come home and they go two and four against the seattle mariners who were a playoff team and then the yankees who were the best team in the american league last year 78 and rain down in, in uh, Mexico. That's Oof. no good. Well, grab a cerveza, and uh, it's 5 o'clock somewhere in Margaritaville or whatever the hell Jimmy Buffett said. So you'll enjoy yourself. So it'll be it's, fine. It sucks when you go up against these teams that, I mean, think about it. The, Lan the, Lankies, the Yankees have pretty much anybody can hurt you on that team. I mean, yeah. they have a hell of a lineup that's. Yes and no. Their, their lineup this year, I will say, is a little weaker uh, when you get down to the bottom of it. For now, I mean, maybe some some guys will turn oh, around. I'm, but... I'm sure they'll buy some other extra bottom of the uh, lineup players midseason yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. So. Um, like last night, I jokingly my buddy texts me and he goes, "Should I take the Yankees tonight?" And I looked at the lineup and I'm like, "All right, it's Garrett Cole going against uh, what's his name Hunter or whatever yeah. the fuck." And I'm like, "Yeah, go with the Yankees. That's an easy bet." Did you get nervous to start off with though when they're up two nothing? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, "It's a there's a long game here." And then sure enough, eleven to two later. Yeah. Easy pick. Uh, actually, today I, t I told him take the Yankees, and I got a little nervous today when we went up three nothing in the first or whatever. I was like, "Uh oh, that's not good. Like, we might blow them out today." And we have a, a, a rookie pitcher pitching, which sometimes can be really good for a team because they, they don't have much. The other team on, yeah. doesn't really know how they're going to react in the majors, so it's kind of a good thing. And then right, right back down to reality. Wow. Yeah. Well, we just need to get some victories here. We, we. I thought I was so like having confidence high level with the indians or the guardians coming out of this road trip thinking okay this might be a year that we we start off we start off hot in april because it never happens for us april is always a month that we always struggle with yeah i mean my issue too is not issue but i mean the injuries the injuries are not yeah. good and then you're going up against teams like the yankees and like the mariners who 
The Mariners are a young team. The Mariners are a team that will probably be competing in the West for many years to come. They have a very good young core. Um, so they should be a good team for, for many years. The Yankees are obviously the Yankees. As long as they have Aaron Judge, they're going to be a competitive team. As long as they have Garrett Cole, they're going to be a competitive team. And going up against them, and Monday night, Shane Bieber gets his first W of the season. Pitched great. A uh, little rocky start in the first inning, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go again. Bieber against the Yankees. And he settled down really quickly and actually dominated that game. Um, so that was a great win. And then I'm thinking, okay, we're up one nothing in the series over the Yankees. Great start. Garrett Cole's on the bump next night. Probably going to be a rubber match on Wednesday and again today. A close game. I'll give them all the credit in the world. You, you had to throw out a rookie first career start because of injuries, and you lost 4-3 to because of Emmanuel Classe. Uh, he's a guy that's got to get his shit together. He was the best closer in baseball last year, comes up there last night or, or today, and gives up the game-winning run, essentially. What's going on with Bell? You concerned? Very much so. I would like to talk more about him uh, next week. So uh, breaking news for some people. Next week, more than likely going to have Greg Sherwood on here, our Major League Baseball uh, spokesman, our, our MLB representative. I'll, I'll slide over to the producer chair with Tim. can help direct from there. Catch some Zs. <laughs> uh, no, but Greg right now is tentatively scheduled to be on the show next week, and I wanted to talk about Josh Bell because, yes, I am very nervous yeah, that, that, that that looks like the one of the worst signings of all time. They had somebody call in, so they had someone call into the local station I will say, I think week. he got an RBI base hit today. He did, he did. Yeah, so he, yeah. maybe that's right. a good sign, No, it's, but maybe. So, I mean, so, it's early. It's still very early in the season. They, someone called in and was talking about, like, his play in Pittsburgh and stuff and says, this is what, this is what he is. This is who he is. You know, he goes through extremely cold streaks, where he just can't hit the ball, can't get on base, can't do anything. But then at moments, he'll hit a very, very hot streak and go on like a month and a half bender of just base hits, home runs, RBIs, stuff like that. And then that's what you're investing in is that's what you're getting him for is not the, those good months. Is the, not the consistency. It's the good months you get out of them, right? And I, I, I hate to think that our, our team invested in someone thinking we're only going to get about three months out of you. That's worth I mean, it. And that's it. Don't get me wrong. Major League Baseball, the season is long. We are sure. two weeks into the season. What's up, Chip? Uh, we are two weeks into the season, so I'm not ready to push the panic button yet. However, definitely nervous. Uh, definitely not what I expected. There were times where, you know, he's up to bat. The Guardians are trying to make a rally, and I'm like, okay, this is the time where Josh Bell is going to turn this on. He's going to do it, and doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like he's not and even. A lot of times he just chops it to the first. That's what I was gonna say. It's like his swings. He's not putting any effort into his at bats. Like he's just throwing the bat at the ball. He's not I doing almost, anything. I almost feel like, and, and this is probably true. I mean, think about it. Um, What's up, Chip? If you were a major, a professional athlete of any kind, you go to a brand new team, a team that has expectations. Yeah, they gave you a good contract. Gave for two you a years. good contract. You are a new focal point of that team. People are expecting things out of you. Again, there's a um, an expectation. And you've got a little bit of extra weight on your shoulder that you're not used to because you were just in in Pittsburgh where you could do whatever. You're basically a triple A team. Nobody right. gives a shit. So now you're in Cleveland. There's a lot of expectation. You're, you're trying to do your best for the fans. Maybe there's just a little too much pressure on him right now. And he needs to just kind of relax. He's probably overthinking things. He's over swinging. He's trying to um, kill the ball. He's trying to play hero ball where he needs to just settle in, get some contact hits. Like today, got the base hit, got an RBI. I think this is a nice trend. It's a good start. I think he'll be okay. Yeah. I'm not ready to push the panic button yet. But again, it's something I would like to talk a little bit more about with uh, Greg. I'm sure we'll Greg hold will off break on, down everything. Yeah, we'll hold off until... Uh, uh, next Wednesday, if you want to see the panic button. Ha oh, yeah. For anything, really. Well, speaking of his panic button, is um, did we make a deal yet? with the Did, M did uh, Guardians pay or did someone pay for the rights for the viewing? 
of the. I don't know. I didn't see anything. Cause for, I know they uh, had an extension for I, Bally's. Yeah, they had like an extension and like a deadline they had to hit. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I haven't really been keeping up. Well, we'll ask Greg next week because I'm sure he's oh, been. Greg, keeping up. 100. Greg's probably in in the negotiations. He knows about it better than anybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Pr- right now, just for those of you that are regulars, uh, next week the plan is we are going to be live hopefully with Greg if he can make it he's got to check with the wife and make sure the kids are all accounted for and everything which probably step one if you're a parent um he's going to make sure he can do the show and we're going to go from 7 to 8 30 going to do a little bit of a quicker episode and then immediately after you guys won't see this one until the 26th we are going to record our uh mock draft special just Kyle and I so we'll let Greg get out of here a little early uh I just thought about it. we don't want to be here at the studio for four hours I think that's fair no, I have to pack because I fly out the next morning. So Yeah, that's true. So we will uh, do an episode next week, 7 to 8.30, for all of you to watch live. And then we're going to record one right after that you guys won't see till the next week. I like but it. just letting you guys know, next week will be an hour and a half, a little quicker episode. Um, so that's the news for Talking About Balls. You hear that, Greg? Clock's already on. Greg's probably not even watching, if I had to guess. Yeah, he's probably across the street over at Kid Force playing pinball, if I'm being <laughs> honest, and definitely not watching. Way too about worry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. We're, we're semi-panic button, Chip. Yeah, semi. again, it's, just, it's more so, it's not even worry. It's more so just disappointed. Like, I expected this guy to be a little more productive. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm not expecting him to come out and have, you know, 10 home runs already and, like, be an MVP. I just was hoping he'd be a little bit better. I mean, at one point, he was batting, like, .050 or something like that. That's pretty bad. For a guy who just signed that kind of a contract, that's like what you'd expect for a guy making his, you know, rookie debut. Yeah. Uh, um, still on baseball. What do you think about the the Rays? Uh, they were another team that I picked today. They're eleven to zero, going for twelve right now against the uh, Boston Red Sox, and very surprising. One of the lowest uh, salary payrolls in the uh, they, MLB. Uh, they are right there with the Guardians. They're a team that they just know how to draft. They yeah. know how to develop, and their own players get good. They keep them they they get them make them better and then once they hit a point where they can't keep them anymore they got to let them go and that's how it goes they um over the last three years they have the i think the most winning percentage of any team over yeah, the last three they're years which is it. crazy which yeah, is they're crazy up there is one of the best so are the guardians are on that list too yeah. the guardians have been really well uh chipper wow doing three shows in uh doing shows three weeks in a row what the hell lol we're not steel city running lights dude we can we could do a show every week we could do two a week if we wanted we just don't want to until no. Until Dave starts paying us for this, because hey. we're coming here, and you know, you know, I I, I bit my tongue long enough, guys. Oh, the, the internet issues here we go. have been a problem. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, I'm going full Howard Stern here. The internet issues have been abysmal. Uh, I feel like they've been putting too much effort in, you know, other things, other other areas of concern, and they're not focusing on the talent. They're not worried about keeping the show. You know, we run this place. Talking about balls does. Um, you know, we're not out there trying to get all these fancy guests. We're not unscripted who are like, hey, we got to have a country singer on every other week because we need viewers. We don't do that. We're not desperate for attention like that. I get it. Other people want to be us. So they tried. Dave was like, you know what? Steel City running late. Things aren't going that well. Lee can barely make it on time. Chipper's doing it from a dark closet. I need to I need to steal the talking about balls momentum, and I need to do what they do. How about a two-man show? And then again, now he's like, we got to throw on guests because no one just wants to see Dave and Adam do a show. We got to get guests because people need to be entertained. So they start getting country singers. 
I noticed the internet seems to work pretty fucking well on Saturday mornings. I was glad. I'm glad you said something. I don't know what do they what do they put the router in the freezer overnight and they pull it out and it's fresh because when we come here it's fucking I, I think it's all hot. No, and it doesn't work. I think they put extra mice in the wheel to get the internet going quicker that day. Yeah, there's something. Or, or Lee takes the the router and puts it in his book bag when he's dressing up like a Ghostbuster. It's just a bunch of horse shit going on and over here. And let's not even here. talk about the fact that we're all we're this close to getting naked in this studio yeah, it's tonight. It's hot as fucking here. Dave, can we get air conditioning? I mean, I came with shorts and a t-shirt, but I'm about to pull when the shirt first... off. Join Redline door. Oh, you can't plan something better the internet, than that. Of course, cuts out. Go figure. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, it's like unbelievable. A, it's like it's uh, he runs his unscripted show. That shit was scripted. So yeah, he he pulled the plug on our show right there. You guys saw that. That was not by an accident. You guys know that that happened on purpose. I feel like we're we're, we're cutting like a promo on WWE and all of a sudden I like, like the mics Vince get McMahon, cut out. This is us doing a pipe bomb and next thing you know, we get the fucking we get the the power shut off on us. Oh my gosh, that was that was so perfect. Go figure right so in the middle. Perfect. So again, with the internet issues, not happy about it. I'll tell you that much. It takes a lot to get me riled up. Everybody knows that. Behind the scenes, I bitch and moan plenty. Everybody everybody knows that if you're close to me. But on the show, <laughs> I try to be as respectful as possible. God, but you couldn't. Wow, this is was, Bush that League. Was, that was perfect. Malarkey. That was perfect. Internet issues. It's all right. We're professionals, though. We're going to continue the show. We're going we're gonna to make this show a classic yet again. We are. Uh, even, even though you might sound like we're rapping halfway through because we're skip, 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 skipping a yeah, beat, but it's okay. DJ Tim is going to pull out his acoustic guitar, and we're going to do country jams just like Unscripted. That seems to make the internet go well. It also is probably because no one watches, and there's the internet can't fuck up when no, everyone changes all. it. It's true. Um, yeah, thing you know, just let's let's focus on one thing at a time here, guys. I'm sweating my ass off. It's hot. I wasn't expecting the room to be this warm, so I wore a flannel. I good, get it. That's my fault. Good, but good thing Justin wore all black today. You know? I thought there was going to be a little bit of a fucking breeze in here. I didn't realize we were doing this from Anne Frank's attic. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we need like those big leaves to like. You know, I need. I need. Yeah, I need a. I need a Greek woman in here with some grapes and a big leaf to fan me down. But Ooh, I, I won't grapes. get that. Again, we can't even get a water cooler. Yeah, grapes, grape grape, grape. Can you bring some grapes? <laughs> Just bring a fan. That's all I ask for. Um, all right, let's get into the fucking Cavs talk already. I can't help it. This heat's I making me angry. I can't so concentrate. I can't concentrate. I'm getting warm and heated and angry. I need and like a, a I pat to the forehead. Anyway. I just felt sweat rolled down my back. As Kyle said, we are professionals. The show must go on. Internet or no internet. Uh, the sewing room is nice and cool. Now I kind of understand why Chipper doesn't want to bother coming here. Right, it's, it's right. all that fucking, all that meat when they're doing the... The Steel City running late. Chip's like got like six guys. Chip's got five fans blowing at him. It's a dim light, but five fans, so he's comfortable. The the computers are you know a thousand degrees because Lee's got like a million fucking uh, little logos up when they do the Steel City. He's got too many apps running. They're they're hanging out at the judge desk and the fucking they're in a locker room and they got scrolls and colors and everything's going fucking wild. Uh, too much. It's like a sensory <sighs> board. I digress. Back to the show. Uh. Cavs and Knicks. Hey, they're in the playoffs. You know that? The playoffs start this Saturday. Playoffs. Uh, the Cavaliers take on the New York Knickerbockers on Saturday night, 6 p.m. Cannot wait, if I'm being honest. I'm, I am I'm so pumped. excited. I am uh, pumped. Playoff basketball is my, my shit. Uh, back when LeBron James was here in his first tenure, uh, when tickets were reasonably priced, I used to, no, no bullshit, I went to almost every Cavs game. Especially in the playoffs, I have so many ticket stubs. Well, I have Tim's all the t-shirts. Tim's too hot. He's going to get water. Tim just walked. Tim quit. He said, "Fuck this." It's what? So hot. There's a water cooler over there. 
That's I think he's crazy. just gonna he's just gonna go wring his shirt out in the cup because everybody's so sweaty. Um, Tim's got those sweaty nips today. Everybody does. It is it is warm in here. It is very warm. It's like a pat underneath my boobs. Um, but uh, so you used to you used to get tickets or try to go? I would go to every game. I would yeah. buy tickets. Yeah? I would I would get because back then they weren't that expensive. So I would I mean you can get like a playoff ticket for like fucking 25, arm and 30 a leg bucks. now. Now it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like when uh, <laughs> when the Cavs were going to the finals every year. I didn't go to any playoff games during the, that that four year stretch with LeBron here in town um, because they weren't that expensive for me. I was like, I want to enjoy this with LeBron. Did you go playoff run. his first run here in two thousand seven against the, the Spurs? Oh yeah, I went to playoff games oh, back did then. You? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going all the time. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, honestly, the, the, I have like every shirt they used to give out all back in the day. Yeah, those rise up shirts from like the two thousand eight, two thousand nine, ten years. Uh, I went to all of them. And then even in high school, I would go. I would save up my money and go to as many Cavs games as I could because you can get tickets for like ten bucks back then. It, it was, was it, awesome. it was weird watching the Cavs in the playoffs back in like two thousand seven. You know, it's it's weird to think about because, I mean, I get it. I'm from we're from Cleveland. We understand. We had such high expectations. Like every year, you're with you have LeBron James. You're thinking we're going to the finals. Yep. And then you look at the rosters now in hindsight, and you're like. How the fuck did we get to the finals? Sasha Pavlovic, uh, fucking washed up <laughs> ass Ben Wallace and Wally Zerbiak and like Ira Newble. Yeah, Ira Newble, Danielle Marshall, Larry Hughes, the guys they tried to give LeBron James is Drew like the I fact used to love Shaq Larry Hughes back like in the day though. Um, I didn't. I, I hated the Larry Hughes signing. I still do. Eric Snow. Eric Snow was nice. I, I liked Eric, Eric Snow, Snow a lot. He, um, he wasn't he wasn't Sixers Eric Snow, but he was Eric no. Snow. But it just sucked. Like you go into those years, you look at like the the Celtics had to put together their super team. Uh, Dwight Howard single handedly stopped LeBron and the Cavaliers. Um, Raymond yeah, Sessions. Dwight Good and these these players from back then. That was back with Damon Jones. Um, was was still Damon owns Damon no Dino no J. Uh, everybody loves him, uh, Mister Soup as they call him nowadays. Campbell's. Um, you know, what's funny is that, you know, how in, like, 2K games, you can go back and play, like, historical Yeah, there's, historical like, historic teams. teams. So you go back to, like, the 07, like, final. I mean, that and, team sucked. That, yeah, that when you get to that, like, no one, no one will ever play that because you're like, oh, LeBron and then, like, 70-rated players. Yeah, because when him. you look at those, like, historic teams, they're all, like, 90s. Like, you got Shaq and Kobe. And yeah. Then, even the 2007 team, you've got uh, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. You've got these studs. Those teams are all probably in the 90s. And you look at the Cavs with LeBron, Sasha Pavlovic. Fucking Booby Gibson, and you're like, this team's like a seven. We used to overall. get pumped when Booby came off the bench. Like, yeah, loved it. Booby's gonna hit three. He had that 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 one year. That was his rookie year. He went crazy. Shoot, Booby, shoot. They were selling T-shirts. It was awesome. Um, uh, oh, they 100. That was honestly that team had no business being there. That oh, shows. God. Yeah. Uh, so that's Don P. Said the Cavs team was the worst. We got swept in the we? Yeah, right? we did. Yeah. It, it was horrible. Um, it was horrible, but when again, we beat in the Eastern Conference. It was the that was, was the Pistons. The Pistons. That was when LeBron single handedly beat them because he had to single handedly beat everybody. Was that the year he single handedly beat the Magic to get to the Pistons? Was that that one too where he hit that like late overtime or the like end of the beater. game the buzzer beater? That buzzer no, no, beater. that was that the was... that we lost that series. Oh, yeah. oh that yeah. was like right, right. two thousand nine, I think, or something like that. Um, yeah, no, the Cavs had no business beating the Pistons. They had no business being in the finals. But again, that just shows you, in my opinion, this is just my opinion alone. LeBron is the GOAT. LeBron is the best basketball player of all time. He willed that shitty-ass team to the NBA Finals. Michael Jordan still couldn't do oh, it without boy. Scottie Pippen. He didn't do it without Rodman, et cetera. Needed all those guys. Sorry, just facts are facts. Only, uh, the, only the, the biggest back, the only other backpack that was that big was Allen Iverson. Oh, dude, when he carried those Sixers, that Sixers team was ass, too. When he carried that Sixers team against the Lakers, I, I'm a huge Allen Iverson fan, so I was pissed when they lost that series. 
Uh, that was again same thing. I mean, they didn't stand a chance, but uh, they didn't. But I mean, he he did. Allen Iverson, still pound good. for pound, he's still a good in that court. Is though. one of the best basketball players of all time because he's so oh, little. Absolutely. He had no business dominating the way he did in the league. Watching I him, loved him, watching him maneuver a basketball on the court, handle it, how the cuts, the to the just how he made the ball go in the hole. It was magical to watch. Those are truly my top three basketball players of all time: LeBron, Jordan, Allen Iverson. In that order, remember are that, my that favorite sweet crossover Iverson had on Jordan. It was amazing. Um, AI was he he was at one point before LeBron obviously was in the league. AI was my favorite uh, basketball player of all time. Yeah, they did. They had Matumbo. They had Eric Snow. They had a decent team. I mean, it wasn't. No, no, no. they had also had uh, what's his name, McAvee or uh, Aaron McKee. Aaron had, McKee, dude, that dude was that was, they had guy Derek was Coleman. He was yeah, locked they had Derek out from Coleman. the outside. They had some decent players. I mean, they weren't awful. Um, but I mean, the Cavs team definitely pound for pound. You put you put those rosters together. The Cavs team was way worse. By yeah. oh, there's absolutely. not even a comparison. Absolutely. That's the worst team to make the finals. Look, oh yeah, so, they, had, they had Larry Hughes when he was actually kind of talented. Um, <laughs> so, right so to this, time. actually, yeah, he wasn't on the finals team. To this series, uh, are you, what's your confidence level? Uh, honestly, I'm I'm pretty confident in the Cavaliers. I obviously Vegas is too. We we see the odds. We, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're a pretty they're, heavy favorite for Game One at least, and for the series overall. Um, I do, I, I think the Cavs are going to win the series. I have them winning in six. I'm being kind of generous. I don't want to I don't want to come out cocky and say. Uh, you know, Cavs in five and think that we're going to damn near sweep them. I think the Knicks will give us a run for our money. They did play us very well in the regular season. Jalen Brunson, of course, I've talked about this before. I think I talked about it last week. Uh, seems to be Donovan Mitchell's kryptonite when those two faced off with when Mitchell was on Utah, respectively, and Jalen Brunson was with the Mavericks, respectively. Uh, played him really well. Uh, Jalen Brunson outplayed him. Jalen Brunson, of course, a few weeks ago, the, the Knicks were in town, and Jalen Brunson scored 48 points, yeah. and the Knicks beat us. The Cavaliers were without Jared Allen. I think the Cavaliers were also without Isaac Okoro, uh, but the Knicks were without Julius Randle. So those are those are key key losses for both and, teams. And Randle, I believe, is going to be out the first two games potentially. At least. So he just came off of his walking boot and uh, came out of his walking boot and because his ankle injury, right? Yeah, they're yeah. slowly progressing him. They said he's on track to you know start practicing and kind of get acclimated again. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. He can shoot, and then, then there's other times where he kind of takes the game over. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that situation. So does Mitchell does Mitchell have another switch to flip? Yes. I think, and you know, my biggest concern, I'm going to say it now, my key to the game or to the series is Darius Garland. Yeah. Darius Garland has not been that great as of late. He's been kind of cold. Uh, I think he can be better, and I think he needs to take his game to the next level. I will say last year in the play-in game, I was extremely disappointed. The Cavaliers went 0 for 2, uh, 0 and 2. They lost to the Hawks, and they lost to the uh, Nets. I was extremely bummed. I loved that Cavs team last year, uh, and that was, of course, without uh, Donovan Mitchell, and I loved that team. I was so happy that they, they most of the season, they looked like they were going to be a legitimate playoff team, and then they had so many fucking injuries at the end of the year that they ended up falling out and being in the play-in tournament, going 0 for 2, and then being eliminated right away. Didn't even get a chance to go to the dance. Uh, so this year, getting the four seed, getting home field no, home court no advantage. No injuries. Uh, knock on wood. I mean... Isaac Okoro, this isn't even wood because it's why would it be? It's red line. This is fucking <laughs> bullshit. It's it's just construction paper. You tap it too hard, oh, it's it gonna says fall right apart. Here, fire hazard, don't touch. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. I like fucking around with Dave. Um, they know we're not serious. I, sometimes I gotta I gotta make sure I say it because I don't want to upset some people. There have been times where that's I've the said best some thing things. about therapy is you have to let it out. That is true. Um, yeah, I agree, Don. Uh, the Cavs seem to look like a different team after that that game against the Knicks. The, the Cavs have looked really good. Again, I think they, they played really well to end the season, 
And then now you just need Darius Garland to take that next step. I think this week off is huge for them. Yep. They they haven't played the starters for the most part. We're off since like last Friday. I need I need um, Mobley to kind of flip a switch too. I need him and to. I, uh, I think he will. I think Evan Mobley has gotten better. No bullshit. Every week of his NBA career, that guy has just gotten better. Shut the fuck up, guy out there honking your horn. How dare you? We are doing a show right now. How dare you? Rude, Berea. Jesus. Rude. Unfucking believable. You um, suck. But. But yeah, honestly, Evan Mobley has gotten better every week. Yeah. I feel like Evan Mobley has shown the world that he is a legitimate defensive player of the year contender. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about that. We're going to do our predictions for who we... Shut the fuck up, guy honking. Um, but anyway. I hope it's somebody watching right now and they're just sitting outside doing that, They're it. probably doing it on purpose. It's, if it happens again, it's probably shortly. Dave because we were talking all that shit. He's just sitting outside honking at us. Um, but... But yeah, no, Evan Mobley, he he's turned into a stud. He, yeah. I mean, he he's, what, 21 years old, I think, or 22. He's young as fuck, and maybe even younger than that. I'd have to look. 20, 22, I believe. Wait, did he only play one year of college? Yes. So then, yeah, he's only like 20, 21. Yeah, yeah. he's young as shit. Uh, yeah, if he could, I mean, he's in the conversation for defensive player of the year in year two at 21 years old. Yep. That's huge. That is gigantic. Whether he wins it or not, uh, to be determined, I think he could easily win it and be, would be very deserving. Um but he has looked so good. I think he is just a hell of a player. He wants to win. He knows what to do to make the team better. I think him, Jared Allen, they're all just like that. That team is like a bunch of friends playing the game. They always look like they're having a blast. So I am taking the Cavaliers. Give me the Cavs in six. Again, that's me being kind of generous. I think the Cavs could do it in five, and I would not be surprised about it. So give me the Cavaliers in six. Um, I think Mitchell is going to go off. I think Darius Garland's going to play very well. And I think if the Cavs can take Come away from the first two games at home, 2-0. and You're in great shape to win the series. I think the other thing, too, is there's not really a home court advantage at Madison Square Garden, albeit uh, there has haven't been playoff basketball at Madison Square Garden in no bullshit like 20 years. Um, I don't think there's a home court advantage. I almost think it's when you're out there, it's a grand stage. You have Donovan Mitchell, who's a New York native, who grew up a Cavaliers fan because of LeBron James, who now gets to play as, as a Cav playoff basketball as a Cavalier in New York, Madison Square Garden. I don't think that's going to rattle guys. It's going to make Donovan Mitchell go, I'm going for 50. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in, in any other sport, home court, home court, home field, whatever you want to call it, advantage is, is is real. There's guys that show up and like they maybe don't in baseball. Maybe they struggle at the dish against a rowdy crowd. Madison Square Garden, guys show up. Guys go off. You got you remember LeBron when mm -hmm. he was with the Cavaliers. Every Jordan, time in Madison back in Square the Garden, with, uh, Bulls those too, guys, yeah. their goal is to put up 50 points. Reggie like, Miller. They want to go off. Hot take. What do you got? He goes. He beat his record. You think he goes more than 71? Yes. Ooh, that's a very hot Ooh, take. In the playoffs. That's in a, playoffs. That is Against a, a decent defensive prediction. team, too. Ooh, hot take. I like it, though. I mean, honestly, we're going to need that. Like, we traded for Donovan Mitchell specifically for this purpose. Yeah. It is to win us playoff series. This is where he needs to be his best. If he was able to put up 71 in the regular season, I don't know if he'll get that much. That's fucking wishful thinking over there. I like it, though. <laughs> I love the balls Tim showing with that. He, but he, he does need to put up a huge game, and everybody else needs to contribute. We can't have Mitchell go for, like, 45 and then Garland go for 12. We need Garland to go for 20, 25-plus. We need... Allen and Mobley all to be in double digits. There's I think of that half these half the, half the players in his team too had that that small playoff experience last year. I think that that playing which, tournament which helps. Be bullshit. 
I do think it was beneficial. Yeah, they ha- got to experience a game where if you yeah. lose, your season ends. Right. So they they felt the pressure. They played in the game. They now they 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 know what it's like to be there. I think the coach is going to have it prepared for this game, ready to go. I I think I think our I think our chances are great. I agree with you. I think the Cavs in six, but I would not be surprised if it wasn't Cavs in five. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm very excited. Uh, the series starts again Saturday night, 6 p.m. I cannot fucking wait. I'm actually going with Greg Sherwood to the Strongsville Sports Card Show. Nice. So if anybody out there is going to it, if you guys are into sports cards or whatever and you're going to that show, I will be there on Saturday. Come say hello. I'll be walking around. Um, I'm going to take be- some shit to get graded. I'm going to take some shit to get uh, authenticated. Uh, I'm excited. And... I will be there, and the first thing I text Greg is I said, how long do you plan on being there? Because I need to get the fuck out of there by about 5, 5.30, because i got a Cavs game to watch at 6 o'clock. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. I've got my first uh, first golf event that morning. Okay. Be, should be home by 5, 5 o'clock, 5.30, and then shower on the couch for the Cavs game. I, I cannot wait. I'm so excited for that game. Uh, but again, yeah, I'm going Cavaliers in 6. Perfect. I think they win the series, and they must win on Saturday. That's Don't yeah, fuck around. Yeah, yeah, don't lose the first one. I have us going win-win lose win-win technically but i'm being nice again so i'll go i'll give them win-win lose win lose win boom winning at home uh would that be game no that would be game six that would be in new york i think i think it's two two one 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 i think is it two two one one no it's a seven game series yeah two two Two, two, one yeah you're right yeah yeah so i have us winning the series in new york technically I, i could see it happening at home in game five but we'll see uh, very excited though. Can't wait. Playoff basketball is fucking back. That's why that guy was honking out there. He heard us talking about playoff He's basketball. Excited He's all too. excited. Um, Tim, did you turn on air or something in here? I did. Oh, oh, it feels honestly, it feels so much fucking better. That's why I was like, I actually feel okay right now. I feel the money, the money falling out of the ceiling as you do that. Oh Chipper says MGA takes 12 hours to play 18. Good luck, Kyle. Well, luckily for Kyle, his tea time is 5 a.m., so he'll be done by 5 p.m. It's 9 a.m., but I'm giving us then, eight All right, hours Kyle will be least. home in the fourth quarter, hopefully. <laughs> this doesn't take 12 hours. Chipper's just a hater. Is Chipper in the league? He is, but he's this is his first year, so he has oh, no idea. Oh, okay. Is he going on Saturday? So it's going to take him 12 no, hours. No, he's not going to be there. He's, he's, he's missing this one. He'll be in the next one, which is the 29th. Okay. The one that your wife will be at. Okay, I'll be gone. I'll be in Disney, so I don't give a shit. Um. All right, now it's time. We're gonna do our NBA it's playoff time. picks for more than likely going to be a you know a softer punishment. It's going Let's to be. Um, oh shit, we got. That's wrong. Is that last year's? Is that the one I sent you, Tim? No, it's not. But I couldn't pull it up. Mm, that's that's a problem. It's wrong. I thought yeah, I got that's the right one. No, that's older because that's got um the Cavs against the Nets. So it must be a few, like, Let me a, try maybe again. a week or two late. I mean, it's actually not terrible. I could pull the picture up on my phone, and we could just go from that. Um, Just talk about it out loud. So let's take a look here. We have, yeah, so it's the the one seed is the Bucks in the east. One seed in the west is the Nuggets. And then you've got Cavaliers, Knicks, Sixers, Nets, and Boston will be taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, next up, you've got, and then the winner of the Toronto game is the, uh, they're going to be facing the Bucks, the Toronto and the Bulls game, which is happening right now. Um, and then in the West, you've got the Suns against the Clippers, the Kings against the Warriors, and the Grizzlies taking on the Lakers. And then tonight, you have the Pelicans taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder to take on the uh, the Jazz, or the Nuggets, I'm sorry. 
So that'll be a good game. Obviously, those games aren't finished. Um, but spoiler alert, I don't have the Raptors or the Bulls advancing against the Bucks, and I don't have the Thunder, nor do I have the Pelicans beating the Nuggets. So doesn't even matter. Those games tonight don't matter in my opinion. I, I played it down to who I have in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Oh, I thought we were going round for round. Oh, let's do that. Okay, that's fine. I didn't know what we were yeah, doing. That. I think fine. we did that last year, if I'm not okay, mistaken. Right. So I will write these down as we go, and we will start off. We'll start off with the one seed. So you are going to have it's going to be the Bucks against the um, Raptors or the Bulls. What say you, Kyle? Go ahead and lead it off. I pen a little while ago, and I forgot to pick it up. So oh. let me grab that right now. Okie dokie. Uh, it doesn't really matter who they. play because it's, I don't say wow, sweet chipper taking shots at Tim. I don't say disrespectful chipper. Consider any invitation on our show revoked for the what time. What do you being. say? He said Lee, I thought Lee would have brought up the right one. That's a oh. direct insult to Tim. Actually, he would have panicked and uh, probably not brought one up at all. Yeah, but first we'll, off, we'll that Lee would have brought up the, uh. the 1923 playoff bracket. It would have been old as fuck. It would have been like the Washington Generals or something. It would have been terrible. Been, uh, back, been the white boys versus the white boys. Back right when then. they actually played with a real basket because the, the game hadn't advanced yet. Uh, then Lee would have went funny. on a tangent. You notice that we mentioned Lee. You mentioned Lee and look, the Internet did a little thing again. I saw it. They, they, must, know. they must have keywords worked into words. it. Yes. They have AI going here. They, they can't invest in the internet and air conditioning, but they can invest in AI to shut our fucking internet off. I'll tell you that. So give me the bucks in the first game. I man. digress. Yeah, I do too. Um, <laughs> I don't have my notebooks. I'll just write it on the back of this page oh, here. Came unorganized. I'm always organized. Okay. I have right. lots of paper, everybody. Uh, so we were going to go. We're going to go JG. Kyle, Tim, you want in on this? Tim's in. Hell yeah, he is. Absolutely. All right. Uh, bucks. Are we doing a buck sweep? Buck sweep? How's this one? Uh, if it was smaller. That's what she said. I mean, she's not, to, have Kyle, to, not to me. It's always bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It fits in my hand. Yes, that is beautiful. I like it. That is updated as fuck because that's even got the Hawks from last night. Nice. Um, yeah, because yours doesn't have the Hawks playing in Boston, has in mm -mm. Brooklyn. So how does the play-in tournament work? Because I don't fucking remember. So the winner and winner play each other, and then the winner of that game gets a seven, the winner of the other game gets the eight. I believe. Wait, I thought that the Hawks already won. The Hawks are going against the Celtics. That's so done. then maybe that's and the, the Lakers Grizzlies is a done deal. So maybe that's the seven seed. Is that the seven seed? Oh, you know what? That's what it is. The winner of the these games play the loser of the other game, and the winner of that gets the one seed. Yeah, that's how it works. I forgot how it was. Okay, stupid. That stupid. Makes sense. stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. stupid. I forgot. Stupid. So here I am thinking that the fucking winner of the the Raptors Bulls just automatically gets the Bucks. They do not. However, still not deterring my pick. I am not taking anybody but the Bucks. Yeah. And then we will go. We'll just stick with the East for right now. So uh, Cavaliers, Knicks. I'm going Cavaliers. I believe it's a Cavs sweep across the board. What say, Tim? Cavaliers sweep, Bucks on the first one, too. Nailed it. Loving it. Uh, next up, we'll stick in the East. We have the Brooklyn Nets going up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Is anybody, and I mean anybody, how the fuck are the, the Nets Brooklyn still Nets? in the playoffs here? Well, I saw Did you see all that shit with Kyle Kuzma and Spencer Dinwiddie? No. So they are talking mad shit. Real, Twitter? Yes. Kyle Ooh. Kuzma did a fucking like six tweet thread, called him Spencer Din shitty, because yeah. they were teammates in Washington. <laughs> and he talked mad shit. And he said, the only way you'd be worth your contract is if you got paid in crypto because it's tanking right now. Like he was talking <laughs> so much shit. And Kuzma was like, 
you you got signed to this huge contract and then you were like a third option then you go to brooklyn and he's like congratulations on your playoff appearance that kd and kyrie got for you guys because when you got there you went 11 and 13. he dude he went fucking deep he kept receipts i have such a respect for kyle kuzma after talking all this shit. it is good salty Do you have salty. him up right now now i'm going through i'm seeing the thread from is this five hours ago yeah i think it was today really yeah, it is good. I kind of want to read them all again. If you any of you guys know Spencer Dinwiddie used to play, he's been all over the league, and and Kuzma pulls no punches. The wizard, the that. Wizards, and I have so much real estate on Din Shitty's Island. This guy's not signed by a team six milliseconds and was traded before the following season was over. <laughs> yeah, what dude. in the world have you won in this league, Ellie? You've been bounced around like a basketball, my boy. You can thank Katie and Kyrie, and and for that. For that spearheading of 34 wins before the All-Star break, 11 and 13 after the break for your playoffs. Jesus, yeah, he went all in. So it started off with, I don't know if, if uh, Spencer Dinwiddie did an interview with FanDuel TV. So Kuzma just tweets out and, his first and one. Of course, and, of course, FanDuel TV here, here for the comments. Yeah, they, they got called <laughs> out immediately. So Kuzma tweets at him and says, okay, since I'm so quote-unquote famous, at FanDuel TV and at Spencer Dinwiddie 25, let me give you all some clout. I'm usually unbothered, but things on the Internet – buy things on the internet, but I will not allow this delusional guy to continue to talk about my teammates and I. Here's a thread. One, insecurity is loud, question mark. The Wizards and I have so much real estate on Din Shitty Island. This guy got signed by a team, $60 million, and was traded before the following season was over. Two, why in the world, uh, what in the world have you won in this league? LOL, you've been bounced around like a basketball, my boy. Three, you can thank KD and Kyrie and the spearheading 34 wins before the All-Star break, 11-3 and three after the break for your playoffs. A bunch of laughing emojis. And I guess he called Kuzma second option. So Kuzma says, four, second option? Or no, Dinwiddie must have, been, must have said he's the second option. So Kuzma said, uh, second option, more like second point guard, LOL. My man, I watched you for a month at the end of the Wizards tenure being the second option, averaging eight, four, and four. Sounds good, but glad you're hooping now. Uh, number five, and yup, I got a bag coming. Stop hating. And last but not least, six, the only way you'll ever be worth your contract is if the NBA finally gives you your wish of getting paid in crypto. Quote, unquote, check the markets. Enjoy the clicks. Go Sixers is what he said. Jesus. Dude, I fucking love that. I live for this shit. I love when players fight and argue. And Kuzma actually said some really cool shit last year when they came to Cleveland. Uh, fans were, like, busting his balls about getting the ring with LeBron. And he busted balls right back. Really cool dude. I had a lot of respect for him after that. And then see him go on Twitter and do this. I love it. He went full heel. Um, this is fun banter and shit talking and stuff like that. What Angel Reese did after the championship game, I still don't agree with. I think you don't follow somebody around after you win the game. Talk shit during the game, that's fine. After the game, when it's already over and you're going to taunt her still after you won your championship, like enjoy your moment. You're, you're more worried about rubbing it into somebody else. I don't like that. So this gave some uh, little heat to this game. Very much so. Uh, do I think it makes a lick of a difference? Fuck no. No chance. Give me the Sixers and, and an not even close. embarrassing couple games. Yeah, Sixers for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not so sold on the Kuzma. <laughs> I just but, like, I don't think he's that great, but I just love, I like him as a person. Like, he'd be a fun guy to have in the Cavs if we got him for the right price. But you know what this does? I'm now picking, it makes me want to turn I'm on picking, the Sixers uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picking uh, uh, Dinwiddie over, over Kuzma, though. Um, but Oh, yeah, I, I think I might game, actually also. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it to the Sixers. All right. We, got, we are all tied up here. And then we go to the Celtics and the Hawks, and again, I don't see anybody beating. I don't see the Hawks beating the Celtics. So I'm going Boston. This is uh, 
Young's farewell game, I believe, because I think the boys getting traded next year. So a lot it. of rumors came out. You guys all saw that. Give me the Celtics here. Yeah, they're not. They're not agreeing. They said uh, Atlanta has been granted permission to move, make any moves they want on the roster, including Trey Young. Um, so that'll get us into the second round, and in the second round, it will be according to our picks here: Bucks against the Cavaliers. Tough. Woof. The Cavs play the Bucks well. They do. Yeah, they do. I just don't think they're going to play them well enough. Yeah, unfortunately, you've got a team with championship experience. I hate to do it. I'm going Bucks. Yeah, I. Bucks and how many? I would have to go. Bucks. I would say Bucks and give me Bucks and six. I think the Cavs I will think put up a fight. Yeah, they're gonna. They're not gonna go down without swinging. And I think it's gonna be tough. I think. I mean, the defense of the Cavs is what got them here, and I think it's gonna help them in these games. But I just. I just think that that offense is too much for the defense. Yeah, Giannis is gonna take over the game. We have no answer for him. Um, Chris Middleton, Bobby Porter Jr., uh, Portis. Uh, these guys just they they play so fucking well in yeah. the playoffs, and they're um, such a good team. I mean, the, the team just flows so perfectly yeah. together. They're they're really well coached team. They're just a good team overall. Uh, Drew Holiday, you got Brooke Lopez. I'm just naming players, but it is what it is. They have a pretty good team. So yeah, I take the Bucks. Give me the Bucks, Tim. I hate jelly beans. I hate jelly beans. Um, oh, he's going with the cash. But I I really got confidence in us. Uh, okay. Um, if Spider goes off in this first series. To show where everybody where we are, um, I think uh, we could possibly put keep it that off momentum in going. Starting to write a C, is that correct? We could pull it off in seven. Cavs oh, in Cavs. seven. All right. I like the pick. I, I like it. I like it. You're way more confident than me. I would love that. I, I if I if I could be wrong about this, fucking sign me up. I love it. Uh, but to be I honest, be if they get past Milwaukee, then I feel more confident in the championship game. Oh, no question about it. That's just a um, game I'm afraid of. I don't think we make it past the books, but I just want to. I just really want to pick. <laughs> Chip wants what Tim's smoking. Chipper, at your age, you could probably get it. Tell your doctor you have glaucoma, and you'll get it immediately. Hey, I got a card now. Come on. Um, well, you also turned forty. And Shut it. That's just what you get. You get a prostate exam and a mar- medical marijuana card so at forty. I, so I hear, according to my uh, nurse practitioner sister-in-law that they don't do the old finger up the ass uh no it's just a full colonoscopy now no i guess they can check your prostate with blood work and unless they really have to go in there i didn't know that i would jesus yeah oh my god yeah i always just heard that the new thing is at 45 you just get a colonoscopy that's just the new thing but well that's just not you out but they go up there with the camera you're talking about prostate where they get the old little finger up the butt they don't have to do that anymore Hmm. they can actually just check blood for anything that's irregular um but yeah colonoscopy is good because you have to check for i was just planning on dying Instead of ever getting a prostate exam, so that's fair. I'll take it. That's a that's a clean trade. <laughs> my grandfather had it. My dad just got diagnosed with it, so it's like I'm destined. Like so you, you really don't want a prostate I really don't exam. Want a prostate <laughs> just exam. I, doc, just don't tell me anything. I actually, I actually, I'm, I actually uh, the best part, I guess, what about a colonoscopy is the coming out of it where you have all that gas you got to fart out. Yeah, you just wake up. I hear you just literally wake up laying on your side. Just with a bunch of jelly in your butt. It's like a night in prison. You got some. You got. Uh, you got. You got some like hot nurse next to you, you saying it's okay. Just fart, honey. It's you okay. You don't remember the last two hours, and you just wake up covered in a sticky substance in your butthole. Not ideal. Sounds like a typical Saturday night sometimes. Typical weekend in Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> so Tim is going to the Cavaliers, and then we go down to the bottom of the bracket here, where we could have the Sixers and Celtics, which could be an epic battle. Uh, that's a tough one. I'm going. Give me the Sixers. I think Giannis has a lot to prove. Or not Giannis, I'm sorry. Uh, Joel Embiid has a lot to prove. I think he really wants an MVP this year. He wants to show the world that he's the best player in the game, and he is going to dominate. My one issue, though, 
Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers fucking blows in the playoffs. I know he has a championship with the Celtics that he didn't technically earn, but if you look at his career, he always chokes in the playoffs so constantly. It's like death taxes and Doc Rivers choking in the playoffs. He's a likable Mike Brown. He, he, re he really is. He says the right things. He's a fun coach. Seems like everybody loves him. And then he just shits the bed in the playoffs. Yeah. Give me the Shamrocks here. All right. I just think the Celtics are just too good. And honestly, the 76ers never make it far in playoffs. Doc Rivers, the Doc Rivers syndrome. Yeah, they trust the process of them never winning a championship. I'm just going to go with my man, Joel Embiid. I think he's going to will them to victory. I think after he gets crowned that MVP, he's not going to care. Oh, he's going to care. He doesn't want just – he wants a uh, he wants a ring, too, for sure. And Tim, who do you got? So a lot of my friends know how much I despise of Joel Embiid. Yeah, uh, I can tell. He's uh, He plays so soft to me. He has all the skill in the world. Like He's probably the best-skilled big man in the league, but plays such like a pussy. Uh, Boston in six. Ooh, all right. We got a little little discrepancy here. And then now we move on to the Eastern Conference Finals where we could potentially have, for me, Bucks against the Sixers. Give me the Bucks. Okay. Oops. Kyle, you would end up having the Bucks against the Celtics. Yep. And I will take the Bucks as well. All right. Speaking of Bucks, Tim Buck, too. Who do you hey. have in this one? You have the Cavaliers against the Celtics. I do have the Cavs versus Ooh. the Celtics. Um, Is he going to do it? He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I think he's going to do it. He's going to do it. I could start writing a C because both teams start with a C. So yes. that's, um, I'm confident in that. Is he going to write an A now or the an vowel, e? The vowel that I need to write, <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, to be honest. I think the Bucks beat the Cavs. So, <laughs> Wait, do you want to change your pick? No, keep my pick. Okay. Um, so right, then so, we're and going. If we, and if we beat, if we beat the Bucks, we beat the Celtics. All hey, right. We're in the championship. Cavs are going to the finals, according to Tim Buck. Too. You heard it here first. And then now we get to the Western Conference, and the first round of the Western Conference is the Nuggets taking on either the Timberwolves or the Thunder or the Pelicans or. It doesn't matter who they're taking on. Give me the Nuggets. Yeah. Give me the old D. The big D. My favorite big man in the league. Nikolai Jokic. I love the Joker, dude. He's so fun to watch, honestly. I love the the Nuggets, I will say, have been struggling as of late, but I think they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. And I don't think that they're gonna really have any issue with either any of these teams. Nuggets, clean sweep for everybody. Next up, you we have the Phoenix Suns taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, for me, give me the Suns. Yeah, any team that KD's on has a very, very good chance. So give me the Suns. The Clippers have been looking okay. Yeah, they have. They have been looking okay. Um, but in the playoffs, you need a little bit better than okay, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree. Um, I haven't seen the Suns play since KD's been there. That's just because I haven't watched I think they're undefeated when, Kate, when all three of them play together. Yep. Um, or but, four, I guess I should say, because I forgot Chris Paul, Aiton, Booker, and KD. So yeah, I think they're undefeated when they all play together. With that being said, that team is just too stacked to bet against right now. Damn straight. Suns with a sweep for everybody. Uh, next up, we've got the what could be, honestly, the first-round matchup of the playoffs. Uh, between I Honestly, I think it would be between, I think the Knicks and Cavs in the East, no question. There's no doubt about it. Um, 
And then in the West, I think the Suns and Clippers could be a great series. And I really think that the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors could be one of the best matchups. It's going to be a fun game for sure. I am very excited for Short it. Short travel time for both teams. Yeah, that's the one nice thing. Um, give me the Kings. Yeah, honestly. I'm I'm excited to see the Kings back in the playoffs. I was a huge fan of the Kings back in the 90s. Back when they yeah, had early uh, I mean, 2000s with Doug Christie, Mike Bibby, Stoyakovich. Dude, that was a fun team to watch. Bobby great. Jackson. Yeah. Bobby Jackson, sixth man of the year off the bench. That, that dude was on fucking they fire. They had Vladi Divac. Yes. They did have Vladi. The man. Um, uh, I, I like those. I like those teams a lot. I love, dude, the Western Conference rivalries back in the day in the yeah. playoffs where you had the Portland Trailblazers, the Lakers, the Spurs, the fucking Kings. That was so – basketball was at its prime yes. back then, man. God it was, damn, so, was it's that good. such fun basketball to watch. But uh, give me the Kings in this matchup. All right. A couple of sacks here for Kyle and myself. Tim? It's hard to bet against that man to wear number 30. Sure it is. We just did it. <laughs> um, and I'm not the hugest fan of them, but uh, Jordan Poole's playing amazing. Um, I don't know if the Kings have enough. I don't know if they have. Start writing W-A-R. <laughs> yeah, one thing. Now, the reason I'm doing, I, I'm picking the Kings is because, A, the Kings have been consistently good all year. Uh, De'Aaron Fox has played really well. DeMontis Sabonis has been fucking phenomenal. Uh, they're getting, they're getting uh, great play out of guys that you wouldn't expect. And Tim I think doesn't that want has, to pick him because who coaches him? That's I think why. it is. He's got a Mike Brown nature. <laughs> I think a lot of that though has to do with Mike Brown's coaching. He's done a great job. Fun fact: I'm sure everybody knows this. Mike Brown was an assistant with Golden State for the last few years, so he knows that team pretty information. well. However, obviously Steve Kerr knows Mike Brown as well, taught him a lot of his things. But I think Mike Brown's going to use his knowledge against them. Uh, the Warriors have been an up-and-down team all year. They haven't looked like the dominant team. Their bench isn't as good as it used to be. Uh, with that being said, that's the only reason I'm going with the Kings. And, obviously, I have a vendetta against the Warriors. I fucking hate them. So, I can't do it. Uh, so, Tim, you're going to go with the Warriors? I am. I'll still love you for it. But, you know, I'm not happy. I'm disappointed. But I still <laughs> love you. <laughs> uh, Tim's going to hate my Coach of the Year picker later then. Mine, too, I think. Is it Mike Brown? I it is know. Mr. Potato Head yes. himself. That's who oh, I'm wow. going with. And, again... These are not our our picks. In the beginning of the year, we made our our, our picks, which I, I don't even remember who we picked. But this is just out of, like, the real contenders. Who do you think is going to win is yeah. kind of what we're doing for the predictions. Um, and then the fourth and final uh, matchup here in the Western Conference first round, Grizzlies-Lakers. I think that could be a really good series. I'm going to let Kyle go first because I don't know who I want to pick here. Oh, God, get out of here. Because I love LeBron. You're, you're, you wanted, you got the, like, I really want to take LeBron. La, 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 I really, really, really want to take LeBron. However, the Grizzlies have been a really good team. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go first. The Grizzlies, I think, are a bunch of fucking pussies. I think that they, they're a bunch of fake tough guys. I think the Lakers and LeBron are going to put them in their fucking place. And uh, LeBron's going to be the best shooter in this series, pun intended. And I am going with the Lakers. <laughs> Give me the Lakers. So you do, Tim, is just push Justin a little bit and boom. <laughs> Doesn't uh, take much. Give me I'm the, always near the edge. Give, give me the gun tote and Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I, I think they take the Lakers pretty easily, actually. All right. The way that the Lakers played um, last night, they showed me a little bit of grit. The Lakers have been one of the better teams in the league over the last few weeks, honestly. They've played really, really good. Since since the trade deadline, they've been one of the better teams in the league. And I think LeBron has some players that he trusts. Um, I feel like they're all they're all uh they're all bought in. Um I feel like Anthony Davis even played a little 
he had a chip stronger. on his shoulder yesterday. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go Lakers. With oh, my man, you totally redeemed yourself God. from that Warriors pick. And shoot no eyes. chipper, I did not say shooters. I used a hard R. Okay, shoot eyes. <laughs> going for the championship tomorrow night. By the way, going for a bowling. Is championship. that your team too? Yeah, the bowling team. That's our bowling team name. I remember when they used to be on uh, a really big show all the time with a uh, Tony yeah, Rizzo radio show. Yeah, we actually show. we bowled with them. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, I'd always hear about the shoe taz because that's versus, what they call them. Versus uh, Lady Marmalade back in yeah, the day. Yeah, that was it. Yep, that's we we bowled over in Parma. All right, so that's our first round predictions for the West. Second round. All right. Um, for me, it's the Nuggets against the Suns. Give me the Suns. What? The Nuggets, I, I love them, but the Nuggets oh. have looked very Jekyll and Hyde a lot this year, and I think the Suns in a seven-game series are going to be able to figure out Jokic and shut everybody else down. And they're gonna be a little. They're gonna be a little too much for any team to really contain. Because who do you guard? Do you guard Booker? Do you guard KD? Do you guard Aiton? Do you guard Chris Paul? You know, uh, too many options. Uh, I love Jokic, but I just got to be realistic here. I'm going with the Suns. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I I just can't bet against Denver. I I, I got to take Denver in this against this game. Okay, it's gonna be fun. I think it goes seven, but I think it's. I think Denver takes it. I think it's gonna be great matchups all around, but I think the matchup that wins is Joke. Um, and I think that's what wins the, the series. All right, we got a two against one here on this one. Huh? Oh, I, I just had it. I just had it last time. So little handicap okay. match. Um, and then we're gonna go for me. I have the Kings against the Lakers. Uh, give me the Kings. Mm. So I got the Kings against Memphis, and give me Memphis. All right. I got Warriors versus Lakers. Make me proud, Tim. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Warriors versus Lakers. Um, as long as everybody another stays. LeBron versus Curry matchup. And I, I mean, I, is, is is the world sick of that? I don't think so. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think they get over the Warriors. Lakers going to the Western Conference Finals, according to Tim. I love it. I didn't even have that confidence to take what them is this, over the 2020 Kings. again. Jeez. And I mean, then now they got, they got D'Angelo Russell. They got they got shoulder. a fucking good team, man. Shoulder. They got a really good team. Austin Reeves has been playing his fucking dick off. He's been yeah. playing really good. That's their deli right now. I mean, 100. Like, he's a better deli. Yeah, he, he. I will say he's a better deli. He's a bigger deli. A too. better shooter, everything. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know they'll have enough to keep up with. All of them. I think uh, Reeves beats up Pool a little bit, um, and I think uh, Schroeder can get around them screens with uh, with Curry. I mean, you can't really contain them that much, but I you think know what? It'll be just enough. Uh -oh. Give me the Lakers. Lakers uh. over the Kings. <laughs> Who knows Mike Brown better than LeBron James? Oh God. LeBron is going to figure. He's going to know how to shut this team down. LeBron's the smart. Gonna, he's the smartest player in oh, basketball. Even though, regardless of the coaches on the opposing teams, LeBron's the smartest guy on that court at all times. He is going to know how to shut these fuckers down. Give me LeBron. All right. Western Conference Finals. What is happening? Right I have now? the Suns against the Lakers. Uh, I I got to go you with the Suns. Are you sure? I got. I You've have been flippy to go with floppy for a couple of things. The Suns are loaded. Uh, the Lakers are really good. I, I, I'd love to see LeBron in the Western Conference Finals, but I don't see that anybody getting past the Suns, to be honest, in my opinion. So I'm going Suns to the championship, take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Kyle, you will have the Denver Nuggets against the Memphis Grizzlies in your pool. Yep. Who do you have going to the championship? Give me Denver. Going to the finals, I should Going say. against the Bucks. One versus one. Doesn't happen often. Denver Bucks does sound like a great finals. It um, could be a good one. But... <sighs> I mean, think about Phoenix and Bucks now with everybody healthy. Yeah, we see. 
That's oh, a good one. Kevin Durant's um, uh, revenge game against the the it's, Bucks. It's still, still bullshit for Durant. He's gonna, he's just ring chasing, fucking jumping on a loaded team. Nuggets Lakers. I think the Lakers are a bit undersized. Um, I mean, it's a great matchup. I mean, because you Could got be fun. Because you got AD versus Joke. Um, you got, got what, is he is he gonna write the storyline here? I, I see where he's building to right now. You got here was a hero. Ramo, whatever his name is. Rui, uh, Rui Hamuchimura, or yeah. however you say it. Him versus Aaron Gordon. Could be a good um, matchup. That's a good matchup. Um, LeBron, I don't think it matters. Yeah, there's <laughs> nobody that matches up with LeBron, so that's fine. Are we, are we um, getting a Lakers versus Cavs final? We got... <laughs> we got. I didn't even think about that. I forgot Tim has the Cavs going yes. to the finals. We got Murray versus... Uh, was it Schroeder or uh, Russell? Um, God, that is a be, really good matchup. It's a really good matchup. I that would make for a hell of a series. I don't I hope this happens. I don't think uh I don't know if the Lakers are deep enough. Oh. This is tough cuz this is really tough. It is, absolutely it is. Um Pick the Lakers. Uh holy. Give me the Nuggies. Nuggies. The nuggies, all right. Could you imagine though, let's just talk about it. Could you imagine a Lakers Cavs finals like that woof? The wor- I would explode. That I would, would personally. Be... I would I wouldn't know what to do. I would honestly I would don't get me wrong, furious if the Cavs lost. But then after a few months go by and I calm down, I'd be like, well, LeBron got a ring. Adam Silver would just be like uh, uh, bleh, everywhere. Dude, it would be insane. I would love that so much, honestly. God, the Cavs, this... Lakers would be disgusting. Would that would be a it. fun, fun. I think the Cavs kick their ass, but that'd be fun to I watch. So. And then let's get to the championship, everybody. We have for me the Milwaukee Bucks against the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Oh God, don't do it. Give me the Bucks. Giannis gets Oof. ring number two. Thought for sure you're going to give Durant a ring. I, no, I think Giannis is going to play Durant really well. He's yeah. big. He's physical. Uh, I think. Brooke Lopez can match up really well against um, DeAndre Ayton. I think Drew Holiday and Chris Paul match up pretty well against each other. Uh, Devin Booker could be the wild card, but, I mean, truthfully, this is just me. This is my hot take. I don't like Devin Booker. He is a fucking whiny baby. Every time I've ever watched him play, he cries more than anybody. I think the Bucks will exploit that. They're going to get him irritated. They're going to frustrate him. He's going to be whiny and pissy just like he was in the finals a couple years ago. Chris Paul has um, those meltdowns too. And Chris Paul in the playoffs has been known to shit the bed um been to one finals where they lost to the bucks give me that repeat with durant but i don't think it matters give me the bucks i think they're just a better team so Um, the bucks are my champions i think a denver bucks finals will be very fun to watch i would love it um it would be amazing um those are two teams that there's nobody on those teams that i hate right whereas like the suns i don't like kevin durant because of what he did with warriors that's a that's that's, i hate when there's championships where there there's teams i hate that i have to like actively root against and be a fan of another one bucks and nuggets i could just sit back and watch and enjoy it it's a game series you can sit back right and enjoy it just watch good basketball being whoever wins great i just hope for a good series yep but give me the bucks if that happens give me the bucks Got two Bucks championships, and Tim Buck two has the Nugs against the Cavaliers. Bring it home, Tim. Bring it and home. And I think, I mean, at this point, you gotta. I mean, go. you, I kind of got to go for it. You have, right? But, I mean, come but on. I have a little bit of logic behind it. Okay, okay, uh, I'll listen. Spider torches the Nuggets. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so, um, with that, I mean, I think. Uh, Jared, Hold on, did you say Spider or Spider? Spider. Okay. Um, Jared. No hard R's. No hard R's. Right. Got it. <laughs> Jared is going to give uh, joke fits. Um, and then when he's not on him, I think uh, they if we put Mobley on Mobley him. Mobley could give him fits, too. <laughs> and I think he give, 
he give him a little, he give him a little bit of fits as well. Very so, much so. Possibly Cavs and six, seven. Ooh. I'm sorry, Cavs and seven. Oh, I love it. Cavaliers champions. Tim, according if they to win Tim, the championship, we're making out, buddy. I our love picks it. are in. <laughs> you have to be dressed as Dwight Schrute to do it. I'll do that. He could do that easily. The picks are in. Fucking wild. If I'm being honest. Very interesting. I, I think I'm eating jelly beans, but <laughs> hey, you're going down swinging. I love it. And you know, talking about balls just happens to be the only sports show at Redline Radio that's man enough to do challenges and competitions and things like that. We are men. We don't. We're uh, men. Excuse me. We don't fuck We're around. Men. We are men. We put our money where our mouth is. We make predictions and we fucking hold to it. You stick to it because if you don't. You're going to get punished. You're damn right. No other show does that. However, if you do want to check out other shows at Redline Radio, every day of the week, you can check them out. I'm going to start again with my man, Grape, the Grapevine, this Friday, 6 to 8. Check him out. Timbuk2, <laughs> the producer, the man, the myth, the legend. It's going to be a great show. I forgot the name of his guest, um, uh, but Grape is going to have an awesome Big guest. Big Rich Green. Big Rich Green, that's it. He's going to have an awesome guest. They're going to be talking all this shit that Grape loves, talking about conspiracies, all this stuff that, you know, for me, I just kind of sit back and enjoy listening to it. It's fun stuff for other people. They take it very seriously. Grape and says something, you go to Google. Yeah, I look it up, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that really what happened. The, what is the Jumanji number for this yeah, shit? Yeah, what's the Jumanji number uh, for Friday night with everybody watching the Grapevine? How many, it better how, be how many, 100%. How many kids does Hillary Clinton cook this week? Yeah, Hillary Clinton's in the woods right now cooking children, drinking their blood. And I love that. That's my favorite part about being on Grapevine is when Grape's like, no, I'm serious. Look at, look, I'm serious. Look at, look it up. <laughs> he, I got facts. Yeah, he is so fucking dedicated. I, I love it. Um, however, I've never seen any actual evidence of anybody drinking kids' blood. I never looked. I've, I've looked. You, you'd be surprised by some of the things that come up when you search that, Tim. Don't do it. Don't recommend it. But it's weird. But <laughs> You can check it out. The Grapevine this Friday night from 6 to 8. And then you have Money's Crazy Mind from 8 to 10. Um, Redline Radio. I don't know what's on the show this week. I, I haven't seen any advertisements for it. For uh, Lee? Money's, money's crazy. I haven't mind. either, actually. He's been kind of quiet, so I don't know what he's going to be talking about. Uh, but only one way to find out. That's tune in and watch that from 8 to 10. Saturday morning, you can get up and watch Unscripted with Adam and Dave and some country singers and uh, some other people that play instruments and do things, and they just have, you know, it, it's almost like they're playing chat roulette. Anytime you turn that show on, there's a different person in the chair, different guy talking, different person on the screen. You never know what you're going to get, except probably good internet because it's not talking about balls. Um, but that true. is unscripted from 10 a.m. till noon. Check them out. Our boys, 4th and 15, Mel, Ronnie, they are back. It was great seeing them at the Piston Powered Autorama. You could check them out Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4, 4th and 15, live from Studio 2. Always doing the damn thing, talking sports, talking about. They're, they're more focused on, and that's what I love about their show, the lower sports, if you will. Like, they'll talk, you know, big leagues for sure, but they love talking about college ball, high school. They'll talk about, like, the USFL. They love that kind of shit. Uh, stuff that, if I'm being honest, I don't really pay that much attention to it. So that's why sometimes I go on their show and I'm like, I'm a little clueless because I don't know what the hell they're talking about half the time. I feel like I'm on the grapevine. Um, but check them out Saturday afternoons, 4th and 15. Saturday night, you've got comedy and cocktails with Jen Jen from 830 to 930. And then TMI, too much information, 10 to midnight, closing things out on a Saturday night. Uh, hopefully... The basketball games all end in time to turn those on because you should be watching both. Uh, Sunday morning, whenever they feel like it, you've got uh, Steel City running lates. Uh, they are way in the off season right now. They don't even bother doing draft shows, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, just shows the lack of dedication, if I'm being honest. Um, we set the bar. People don't just tend we to. Do. The, they we don't, set the they bar don't so high. Step up to it. I don't see anybody below us. I mean, they they say it's lonely at the top, and they ain't lying. Let me tell you. 
Uh, Steel City running lates, though, will be from 10 to, to noon when the regular season actually kicks off. Because, uh, of course, they need to hibernate can't, like can't a bunch wait, of fucking bears. Can't wait for their set changes again, you know? How many, oh, it's going to come are in. Are they going to add, like, 20 more graphics that are back They're going to have, like, wizards and fairies flying yeah, around in the background. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Lee is going to be at a different pedestal instead of the judge. He's going to be at, like, a fucking... He's going to be the captain of a cruise ship, I hope, wearing a nice Captain Jack Sparrow? That would be kind of cool that if he did awesome. that. That would be awesome. Or he should wear... They should do a punishment where, like, Lee has to dress up like a Ghostbuster every week or something. Like, do something on that show. Well, you said punishment. That would be something he loves. It would be do. a punishment for the fans. Good call. Oh, yeah. Um, and then also on Sundays, you've got Medium Ratchet 6 to 7 and Loud and Local from 7.30 to 9.30. Check that out. He actually did a special episode yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Or is it 7 to 9? I can't actually read. I'm not going to lie. 7.30. 7.30 to 30? Okay, I thought so. I'm not going to lie. The colors in that graphics, Lee. Let me fingers my whole change that. I'm just I, You mean to tell me, like, that's fucking clear from here? I can read it. I, I mean, I had it right. I just wanted to double check that it's not seven zero zero. It looks like a three, but uh, you never know. Mm -hmm. The way Lee likes to mix fucking reds and blacks and fonts, not a not a great color combination when you're and, doing fonts. Monday is wide open. Monday is wide open. Uh, we are going to have Mondays with Chipper from the Sewing Room. That show will be debuting in uh, January of 2027. So stay tuned for that. We're very excited Monday nights. Uh, Tuesdays, of course, you've got my man Tim Buck too. Every Tuesday. He always has people in there, great guests. It's just a chill, it's a fucking hangout. I was honored to be on Tim Buck Tuesday a couple of weeks ago at the Piss Empowered show. Um, I went in not knowing what we were going to talk about, and that was the best part. I sat there, the show got rolling with Tim and his buddies, and we talked, and next thing you know, we're, we're talking WrestleMania, we're talking our favorite wrestling moments, and I was fucking rolling. It, shit was good, man. That's just a fun time. The hour flew by. Didn't even realize we were doing a show. It literally just felt like you're hanging out with friends. That's the best part about Timbuk Tuesday. It's it, always unscripted. You're just with friends. Exactly. You just show up, and that's that's the true unscripted show. See, that that name on Saturday morning? Bullshit. The real unscripted show is on Tuesday nights with Timbuk Tuesday. Are you trying to say they took another idea from another show? Go figure. Weird. And another piece of talking about balls got ripped off for another show. Go figure. You also have live and live on location with Gary Weiner spinning the tunes from six to ten, and you got Broad Street South. And then on Wednesdays, of course, you've got Cleveland's finest from four to six. Shout out to uh, I'm sorry, what's his name? James. Rob J. Rob J. Sorry, my apologies. Um, Rob J. Just had a baby. He just opened up a uh, Quaker Steak and Lube out in Vermilion. So he's doing the damn thing right now. Congratulations. So show is on a little bit of a hiatus, so he gets that together, which I completely understand. Life gets in the way. Uh, shout out to him. Hope everyone's happy and healthy. And Talking about balls, seven to nine. You know where you're at. You're here already. You guys know about this. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandma, tell everybody to check in talking about balls. They'll love it. On Thursdays, you've got that guy dubbed from three to four. You never know where he's going to be. Usually, though, he's actually been from the same location, but I did love it when he was doing it from his cars. I love that. Uh, live on location, really. Uh, then you got Club Pizzle. I'm sorry. The, the fucking order always screws me up. Lex Vegas leads in Club Pizzle. Lex Vegas is from 7 to 8 on Thursdays for the culture. And, of course, you've got Club Pizzle right after 8.30 to 9.30. Check those out for the culture. Tim Buck 2 is the, the fucking producer for both of them. Killing it. Both shows, awesome. Thursdays are loaded at Redline Radio. And then you also have Broad Street South doing another episode and Money's Crazy Soundtrack exclusively at RedlineRadio.com. Redline Radio LLC. Com. So check those out. Always something to do at Redline Radio. Always a show. You could find anything you want. So many different topics. Um, you know, you got talking about balls. You got the talking about balls ripoff show, unscripted. You got it all over the place. Whatever you want. You, you can't talk about them. They they won most views one month. Well, of course they did because they fucking control who the numbers. None of the numbers ever add up or make any sense. 
they use fucking Jumanji math when they come up with the numbers every month. It doesn't make any sense. It's not real. It's like whose line is it anyway? The numbers are bullshit. <laughs> None of don't it's matter. Real. <laughs> are, are we like two months behind with them giving out awards? I feel like too. I think we challenged the math part, and we did a little call out that one. That's time. why Lee hasn't posted. His brain exploded. He had to do real math, and his fucking head blew up. And he can't. Abbott. This is not broke. Is not working correctly. Yeah, the oh, oh going internet out. went out Here again. Here it comes. We mentioned oh. Lee. Go <laughs> yes, figure. Oh my god. It's going down, guys. <sighs> it really what? is. It is. I see it's glitching. I'm watching on my uh, my phone here. You know what this is? This is this is legitimately what would you what you would call bad juju. You know what also is bad juju? That's the official band of Redline Radio LLC. I like Dave that is always fucking working. I know I'm good at that, ain't I? Uh, Dave is always promoting bad juju. Unfortunately, I'm usually always busy whenever they're around in a, in a convenient location. Um, but check them out. They're the official band of Redline Radio, covering all your favorites from the 80s and 90s. To book Bad Juju, contact Chad Moon at 440-458-0209. Do that today. Tell them Talking About Balls sent you. Like our internet tonight, it's trash. If you had a lot of trash, you had dirty trash cans, I'm sure. If you had dirty trash cans, you know who you can call? Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning, LLC. Um, I've used them. I can personally vouch for them. They're also the official hotline sponsor of Studio 2. Um, we put the number out for you to call, but I'm pretty sure if you called, the call wouldn't come through anyways. Um, but Trash Bin Cleaning and Pressure Washing, they do it all. Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning is locally owned and operated. Eco-friendly trash bin cleaning service in Northwest Ohio. Servicing North Ridgeville and surrounding areas. If you want to give them a call today, please do so at 440-752-1533. Uh, name's Brandon. Reach out to him. First service is 10% off. Now, I saw Dave post about this awesome mug that he got the other day. or this. Uh, I this saw cup. that yesterday. Really yeah. nice cup. Redline Radio LLC logo on it. That is from Incredible Keepsakes. Even our man Chipper here, he was promoting Incredible Keepsakes. Now, I am going to be calling Incredible Keepsakes to get us shirts for myself, Tim, and Kyle to wear hopefully next week uh, for our episode. And it is just going to say, because they'll do anything. That's the best part about Incredible Keepsakes. It's going to say, fix the fucking internet right across it. And all three of us are going to be wearing those. And I almost made Kyle spit up his drink. Oh, my God. Did I make you spit your drink at somebody on, you, yes. on uh, opening day, too? Yes. That's two for two, everybody. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to call Incredible Keepsakes. I'm going to get a T-shirt. I'm going to get a cup. I'm going to get a binder, keychains. You name it, they can do it. And it's going to say, fix the fucking internet. And I'm going to hang it all over this beautiful studio because we shouldn't have internet issues, guys. It's 2024. Let's fix this shit. Let's work on this. However, you can contact Incredible Keepsakes. They'll do anything for you. They're, they're the official merchandise provider for Redline Radio LLC and all of our show hosts. Call them at 440-242-9648 or go to their website at IncredibleKeepsakes.com. As Diane would say, cherished moments are meant to last forever, unlike Redline Radio Studio 2 Internet. I think what we need to do is build a huge server room in this studio, something that's just its own area that has massive internet wires, our own supply, basically. If we wanted to knock down the wall and build that section, I know somebody can do it for us. Wiggins Construction Home Improvement. They're the ones that built the studio. They're the ones that uh, laid this out. It's beautiful up here. Um, it, I mean, when yeah, it's beautiful to look at, but it's, well, there's actually a hole in the wall right there. I didn't see that before. Um, but uh, Wiggins Construction or Home Improvement, they do your bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, much more, re uh, residential and commercial. Give Will a call today. It's 440-731-7654, and tell them that Team Redline Radio sent you. 
Uh, Growing Wings Adult Services is the official sponsor of the State of the Art minus the Internet Studio 2. Growing Wings Adult Services has over seven years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, call Lisa at 234-334-7547 and then give a call to Spectrum or Cox or whoever they use for Internet and ask them why our Internet doesn't work. Give them a call too. Tell them talking about balls sent you. If you haven't noticed, we woke up and chose violence today, by the I way. Did. I am fired up, people. We got the fucking playoffs this weekend. When we come in here, JG we were, and playoff we were, we were mode warm. is a fucking different animal. We were, we were, should we continue? I mean, we're just going to just want to rock right into the next segment here. Or we want to do? We can keep going. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dynatech, they're known for making saw blades. Their saw blades will cut right through the internet cords that they use here at Redline Radio Studio 2 because they're useless <laughs> anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> our diamond saw blades are the fastest cutting and longest lasting. Customer satisfaction is how we measure success at Dynatech. As our engineers always are available to help you troubleshoot your and solve your problems on your job site. Dynatech is the only saw blade company recommended by the pavement marking manufacturing industry located in Elyria, Ohio. Dynatech is committed to being the top diamond saw blade company around the world. Our products include saw, blade, saw blades, abla abrasive blades, pavement marking blades, core drill rigs, core drill bits, high-speed gas saws, unlike the high-speed internet we don't have here, masonry saws, walk-behind saws, tile saws, and other construction equipment. They stand behind their products with a warranty and customer service that keeps their customers satisfied. Give them a call today, 1-800-446-9001, or email them at sales at dynatech.com. That is D-Y-N-A-T-E-C-H dot com. I figured it out. I, I know the answer as to why internet doesn't work now. We buried the router six feet underground and poured concrete over it. You know who poured concrete over it? Looks like we have a new new sponsor here. Is this correct, Tim? ACS Affordable Concrete Solutions? That is correct. Boom. Well, I don't have this page. They did their job correctly. That router is so far underground, we can barely get anything out of it right now. My updated advertisement sheet is with the good internet. Oh, Missing. Hey. Missing. If you want to bury your router or pave a concrete, pave some sidewalks, do a patio, give these guys a call today at 440-714-1987 or go to their website at affordableconcretesolutionsllc at gmail.com. All right, I'm officially done doing ad reads because I was thinking about it while we were in the middle of that. What are we doing them for? They're not paying for fucking internet. What's the point of ad reads? What's the point? Uh, <laughs> you guys got your boy heated. You got me heated right now. Did okay? you guys miss us? Did you miss us? <laughs> well, half of them didn't even fucking hear it probably. It sounded like we were talking on Zach Morris's cell phone from Saved by the Bell. We had no service. You have to pull the fucking cord up. I'm like, hey, can anybody hear me? Can you hear me? It's like a car phone from the fucking late 80s. Hello. Ridiculous. Re- Goddamn-diculous. All right, let's go to some picks. <laughs> anyway, yeah, now we're going to do – it's not even picks. We're just doing this for fun because uh, the NBA season has come to a close, the regular season, that is, and you have the awards. The awards are coming. The awards technically are already voted on. They should be done. There's no wait till you know, in my opinion, the awards should be voted on before the playoffs start. I don't know if that's how it actually works, but that's how it should be because – I think it is. I think they what, a, what a player or team or whatever does in the playoffs they just wait has to nothing announce to do. Yeah. yeah, so the voting should be done. So we're just going to do our prediction on who we think is going to win every award. We're going to start from the bottom and go to the top. Uh, let's go with Coach of the Year. Kind of spoiled <laughs> that one earlier. Uh, again, I'm going Mr. Potato Head. I know that is Mike Brown in Sacramento for the Kings. I know Tim does not like him. Uh, and, I mean, I agree. I, him sitting there spitting in his cup got – really annoying for me when he was the Cavs coach. Um, but what he did with that Sacramento Kings team Horrible. to take them to the two seed to – or the three seed. I think they're the two, right? They're the two seed. Yeah, they're the two seed. To take them to the playoffs in a year where – I mean, the Kings have been bad for years. They they, they were on an 18-year Pretty much a laughing stock of the uh, Western Conference. Yeah, yeah they – the there are children that were born and can now legally buy cigarettes and join the Army that have never seen the Kings play in the playoffs because they've been on an 18-year drought. So – they are in the playoffs, and I think a lot of that has to do with Mike Absolutely. Brown. Absolutely, hate him or not, Mike Brown is a. He very, went there. He changed the culture. He turned that team around. Very interesting coach. He does. He does do well. He's a defensive-minded coach. Um, for me, 
I think this is a no-brainer. Like, there's not like he should win 100. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, I, I know. Brown. Let's let's take it back. 99 percent because there might be a couple Tims out there. Tim, do you agree or disagree with this pick? Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Love him or hate him, he he deserves the award this year. For him to be able to turn around that organization, I give him that credit. He is a winning regular season coach. He has always been a winning Amen regular that. season coach. He fucking blows though. <laughs> But he's going to have a Coach of the Year award on his mantle, yeah, I think. he got it. He got it. Uh, next up is Sixth Man of the Year. Uh, this one is another one that uh, I think is going to be a clean sweep. It's going to go to Malcolm Brogdon from the Boston Celtics. Oh, you okay. Yeah, I mean, I had Brogdon down, too. I also had uh, the dude out of uh, New York, Quigley, as a, as a uh, Emmanuel Quigley. Yeah. Um, could He's close. However, Quigley was a starter for a while. So yeah. a lot of people, from what I read, because I did a lot of research on this, a lot of people were saying that basically uh, – it's going to go to Brogdon because Quigley used to be a starter, okay. so his numbers are a little more inflated because he was getting more time, and they yeah, were like, Brogdon, Brogdon coming too. off the bench. I wrote down both of them. Just he's because... been so consistent, so I think this one's going to be a clean sweep for Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Tim? I actually don't know who, uh, who's really been a great sixth man this year. Now, I from what I read, because I, I looked it all up, it's truly everyone says Malcolm Brogdon is going to win, and it's not even going to be close based on what I read. Yeah, I, I just read something here about Brogdon, too. Yeah, um, either him or Quigley, um, from what I've seen. Both great picks. So, yeah, me personally, I'm going go. to Brogdon. That's my prediction. I think... Uh, Good pick. I think it depends on how well the Knicks do, which they won't do well. So, Brogdon. <laughs> That's fair. I like that. Um, next up, most improved player. This one, there's quite a few people. I've seen some that... Uh, well, I'll give you my pick first. Actually, Kyle, go ahead. I've been doing all the ones I first. get marketing going with this one right here. Lori Markkinen? Yeah. I agree, and I was going to say the only other player I could see nip him in the butt or on the heels is Shy uh, Gildas Alexander oh, from o- uh, Oklahoma because he went from being an all-star, really good player, to a superstar. Like he's averaging thirty-something points a night. He kind of carried the Thunder to the playoffs um, in a year where the Thunder lost Chet Holmgren in the offseason, their number two overall pick. They were expecting really big things. That team has looked really good, really fun team. Yeah, and uh, Alexander has been the focal point behind that. Um, Markkinen was great. Missed a lot of time. He got hurt at the end of the year. He was an all-star. Uh, but I like the Cavs connection, so I was also going how, with how, Lori Markkinen. Real quick on Markkinen. How, oh, internet again. There it goes. Go how, figure. How, he said Lori, not Lee. <laughs> I know it shuts off. Come on, AI. Get your shit together. How about how about Markkinen, though? Do you see the, the story where he has, he's going to go serve, what, six months, I think, in the military from the country? Is that because he... He promised just, he would. Yeah, that's your duty. That's awesome, though. I mean, that's that's, that's great, though. No, I mean, he, I, I, honestly, I loved him when he was on the Cavs. I was a huge fan of him when we traded him, albeit it was for Donovan Mitchell. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of bummed. I was like, fuck, I really liked Mark, and yeah. he came in, hit great shots for us. I loved his size, his athleticism, yep. and we weren't even getting the best version of him, and I loved him. Yeah. So for him to go to the Jazz and to have Good this breakout him. season, he much deserves the Most Improved Player of the Year award, in my opinion. Tim? Um, I would have gave it. Honestly, I would have uh, my mic. Okay. Honestly, I would have said um, uh, Darius. I feel like Darius Garland has done amazing this year versus last year. Don't get me wrong. He, I think he did good last year. Yeah, last year, though, he was the number one option. This year, he had to take a step back, but he still had to adjust his game entirely, and I think you're right. He did do a great job. Last year, again, he was an all-star, um, put up big numbers, but we didn't make the playoffs, technically. Um so yeah, I think I, I agree. I would agree with that. He would definitely deserve a vote or two. But I would go with Shea. Okay, I agree. That, can't go wrong. Honestly, that's an amazing player who has just gotten so much better in in the couple of years he's been in the NBA. So can't go wrong with any of those picks. Um, next, 
Next up, we'll do Rookie of the Year. I think this one's going to be a clean sweep yeah. for Paolo Banchero. Paolo, nobody's been close. Um, I think if Chet Paolo. Holmgren never got hurt, um, I think Chet Holmgren could have competed, but Banchero's just been fucking phenomenal. He didn't play it all this year, so do you think he's a... Would it, would he reset for Rookie of the yeah, Year? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's eligible for okay. Rookie of the Year. All right, cool. Uh, there we go. You said Banchero as well, Tim? Yes, I did. All right. Uh, next up, I think this one could be a hot debate. Defensive Player of the Year. So I, I want Mobley to win, but I believe Brooke Lopez takes it this year. Okay. I am going to go with Evan Mobley. I think Evan Mobley, uh, the Cavaliers have the, I think they're the number one rated defense in basketball. Um, Evan Mobley has gotten so good at defense and his numbers back it up. Uh, Brooke Lopez has played great. I know a lot of people are going to vote for Jaron Jackson Jr. Yep. However, uh, Triple J missed about half the year. So in my opinion, his numbers are cool, but play a full season, dude. I don't think you deserve any type of award like this for the best overall at a, at a doing a certain thing for a season when you miss that much time. He missed a lot of time. I think like almost 40% of the games he missed or something like that, or maybe only played 40% of the games. Um, so for me, I'm going Mobley. I just think overall he's played great. Um, it's shown the Cavaliers defense has been phenomenal. Uh, yes, we do have, uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, but Donovan Mitchell's not known for defense. Whereas when you look at the bucks, the bucks have Giannis who's known for good playing good defense. They have drew holiday who plays good defense. You've got a really, really, really good defensive team with the bucks. So Brooke Lopez just being the tall guy out there disrupting shots. Isn't that impressive? I think Evan Mobley can cover multiple positions. He's more versatile as a defensive player. Uh, Brooke Lopez is just a big guy. So Fun to watch. He's he's put up decent numbers defensively, but for me, it goes to Mobley. I I my vote would be for Mobley. So I looked at the 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 odds here. I got Triple J first, then they got Brooke Lopez. They have Bam Bam out of Bayou, uh, Giannis, and then Nick Claxton before Evan Mobley. Blasphemy. <laughs> right. I think I, I think Mobley's like a plus forty five hundred. Right Who now. made that list? Lee. <laughs> it's like MGM, I believe, wasn't it? Um, this is. SBD. I'm not yeah. sure what that is. Um, I don't know. Venereal disease. Right. Um, yeah, it's something you don't want to catch in college. I'll tell you that. But, but, boys. I, but I think Mobley is like fifth, odds wise, fifth yeah. option right now. Um, I mean, I'm basing off of uh, there was a leaked thing the other day that I don't know the validity of it, but there was something that leaked and it showed that Evan Mobley, based on this paper or on this leaked thing, is going to get majority uh, defense player of the year votes. He has the best overall defense out of this list. Yeah, I, I think um, so. I agree. I, I I believe with that being behind him, I think he wins. I think the voters are going to look at that and they're going to realize like defensive player of the year is who was the best defensive player for the for the for the league, and that was in my opinion, Evan Mobley. Uh so if he gets it, he gets it. I I think he should. But Tim, is that who you're going with? Yeah, I'm going with Evan. Smart pick. I like it. And now we get to the fun one. MVP. No, not most valuable penis, which we haven't played in a while. We'll have to do that soon. It's oh, we should do that next time. week with Greg. Ooh, I would love... Yeah, we're going to do most valuable... MVP penis of the with Guardians. the Guardians. I'm going to make Greg pick who he thinks has the biggest hog on the oh, Guardians. I love that game. We haven't played I it in a while. I love making people feel uncomfortable. Buckle like up that. for that. Greg doesn't watch, so he's going to have no idea. So I cannot wait to surprise him with that. If he shows up, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so MVP for me. Uh, tough. Uh... Obviously, Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Jokic are the top three. There's really any debate on those three. Uh, now it's just to pick your poison. You know Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, though, put up huge points, uh, really carried the Sixers. Uh, Giannis, of course, played really well, carried the Bucks to the one seed. And then you've got Jokic, who carried the Nuggets to the one seed. And 
Jokic has won it two years in a row. So I think he's going to get it. I think by default, they're going to want to give it to somebody else. Yeah, I think it's voter um, just uh, fatigue. Yeah, I think at this point, they're going to just look somebody else. And, 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 and same thing, the last month and a half or so for the Nuggets has been kind of bad. I've watched a lot of their games. They haven't looked really good. Um, Plus that hot debate they had in the middle of the season on like what with, you know, Perkins and shit. JJ Reddick and all yeah, that. Just, yeah, there was a just, good discussion. It, it's really kind of shed light on this whole thing. And I think the voters are going to kind of shy away from going towards um, Jokic again and yeah. just give it to Embiid. I, I think Embiid takes it. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to jump your pick there. I had the same thing. Okay. I'm going Embiid. Yeah. I think Giannis has one already. Uh, Jokic has two already. I think Giannis only has one. Maybe he has two. I don't remember. Um, but I think this is the year they're going to finally give one to Embiid. I think he earned it. I know Tim's not going to be happy with us doubling down on Embiid like this, but I just think the voters He's are going to too much to Embiid and Mike Brown tonight. He's going to go home and punch a baby. Yeah, it's not a good night for Tim. I think I'm going to produce Still City Renegades. How dare oh, you? Oh, and the exit wow. speech. Well, good luck with the internet. Yeah. Their, their show gets choppy, too. I've watched it. And the internet just died again <laughs> as you said that. It's that AI and chat GPT listening. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Who do you got, Tim? Uh, Joker uh, bullies his way back into it. Uh, okay. You know, he's. You think he's going for the trifecta? He got mafia ties, you know. So. Very much so. <laughs> so. All right, so Tim is going scared with the to, to vote against him. Okay. Um, I, I I really like Giannis, obviously. Um, and and bitch, I mean, if he gets it, he gets it. Like I said, I he's, think that, he's again, the most. He's the most skilled. I big think they man give it to him league. as like a pity. He's definitely the most skilled big man in the league. I just think he plays so soft. He does. I agree with you. You like men who play hard, don't you, Tim? I do. Only yeah, the hardest. I the hardest. I mean, if 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 Embiid played like Giannis. I noticed your Bud Light can over there earlier, so I can. It makes sense now. <laughs> if he played like Giannis, it would be like he would be the best player in the league. Yeah, Giannis plays bully ball. Giannis is just like I'm bigger than you. Stop me, and that's it. And 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 B can play like that. Instead, he goes and flops and fake. And, and he loves himself. doing that, like fucking turnaround, like lob, sh like he like no contact at all. Just I agree with you. It's very soft. I've watched I watched a lot of Sixers games this year because I do the Shaq would eat the him gambling. Up. Yeah, he would he would yeah. get destroyed. Um, but I just think again, I think the NBA is kind of giving him a pity uh, MVP this year because the other guys have already had it. Embiid has might have deserved one last year. I think easily could have gotten it, and nobody would have batted an eye. So I think the NBA is just going to finally kind of fix their mistake. They're going to give them all. No, he's we'll see what happens. I like it. They usually announce what before the finals, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll know that in a, in, a, in about two months now because NBA playoffs <laughs> last fucking forever. Longest ever playoff. The NBA playoffs will still be going on, and they still won't have the internet fixed here at Redline. <sighs> and that's a, that's a long time. Uh. One thing that the internet can go out on during while we talk about, and I wouldn't feel bad, is we're going to talk about the Masters a little bit. Uh, For all of you golf I'm people. I'm so excited we're talking about this. It's going to be brief. I'm warning you Oh, no, no. I've got, I've got a 20-minute speech lined up. It is one at a time. Uh, <laughs> it's very brief. I just wanted to bring up the Masters. This is the one time you hope for internet connection issues. 100%. If it happened, I'm okay with it. I, I was forced to watch this on Easter Sunday. I was hanging out with the family and everything, and there was nothing else on. They just had it on. So I saw... I had to write his name down. John Rom or Ram, however you say it. Rom. Rom. John Rom. Well, uh, it's like this rom com. He's Spanish. I know. Don't he, insult. he won the uh I'll insult. I don't care. I'll insult any ethnicity. <laughs> what the fuck do I care about? <laughs> um John Rom won the Masters and Against two, say his name. Against Brooks Kepka. Okay. Hey, I, I know Brooks okay, Kepka. Okay, Brooksy. Yeah. I know Brooks Kepka. I know Phil Mickelson, Lefty. I know those guys. And then the rest of the people on the list, no fucking idea. I don't even know who John. 
on Robbins. I had to Google him. Um, good for him. He won the Masters. It's for me. It's just boring as shit when people you don't know. Uh, it was never really that competitive. He had a huge lead, and none of the holes were really that close. So it's like you're kind of just watching. And it's like, all right, just just get it over with. You only point. watch the one round, then. That's what oh, I watched like the last hour and a half, give yeah. or take. It's it was a amazing four day event. I will take your word for it. <laughs> I woke up Sunday and saw. I, I know Tiger's washed, but I saw Tiger withdrew, oh, yeah. and for me, that's kind of like I don't mind watching golf events if Tiger's in it because at least it's like. It's worth newsworthy, and I know uh, the world of golf. They they say the same thing. They realize their ratings are tanking when Tiger's not involved with something. So um, it'll it, be interesting to see how they can carry on when Tiger officially has to pull the plug on his career because it's not not far away. A lot of storylines with the Masters, and I'll just make it brief. But a lot of storylines going into the weekend, obviously, with the live live tour players are allowed to play in the Masters. They yep. can play in the majors. You have a guy, live tour guy leading three rounds of the tournament. You know, Brooks Kepko was in the lead for three rounds. Um, and he's a live guy. So everyone's talking that if he wins, Phil Mickelson's a live guy. He was, he finished, I think, second or third. Yeah, he, he him, was him and Kepko were tied. Oldest guy ever to shoot what he shot in four rounds of the Masters. That's a record set. Congratulations to Phil. Kepka, of course, choked away in the, la- in the last game or the last round. People are going to make the jokes that only live plays 54 rounds. That's why he couldn't perform well in the last round. Um, but just overall, I mean, watching Masters weekend for me, it's it's awesome because it's always usually on my birthday, and I get to watch some really good golf. And the Masters is one of those things that you just, if you like golf, you respect the Masters, um, and it was worth watching. So I'm I'm sad that you don't like golf, um, but it, it is fun. I think if you played golf, you'd probably watch more of it. I don't think so. I think if I played, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind playing it, but watching it, I don't think I could ever do. It's so <laughs> fucking boring to watch. Oh my god, it's it's honestly, it's the most boring thing to watch. I've I've watched bowling before. And that's so much more fun than watching golf. In my really? Opinion. Yeah. God. Okay. Because well. I because I bowled before. I used to be in. Yeah. Bowling I mean, I do both too. I watch bowling then. But oh, yeah, okay. bowling is just like instant action. Like you bowl, you get your ball, you go again if you have to. It's quick. The Masters, boring as fuck. It's so damn boring. No, it's exciting to me. I, I like I like watching. It's just nice to sit back, relax, put it on TV, and watch who's winning. It was interesting to watch Kepka have such a big lead and then choke it away in the last round. And that's when was that the uh, IT guy that just peaked his head? I think so. They're here to fix uh, the internet. Ra- 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 <laughs> John Rom, John Rom made a comeback and uh, <laughs> uh, to win it. So and congratulations, Rom, first one ever, um, first uh, Masters win for him. So that's big. So congratulations to him. Yeah, really boring. I was forced to watch it on Easter Sunday. <laughs> Uh, I wish I was in that tomb with Jesus for the weekend instead of watching the Masters. Jesus came out of the tomb. I know. And that day. He went back in when he saw John Rahm was winning because he was like, who gives a fuck about this? Um, all right, let's get to a real sport. We're going to talk a little NFL. Some shit happened this week. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. officially signed with the Baltimore Ravens in, a, honestly, what people are saying, and rightfully so, a crazy contract. Yeah. $15 I've... million guaranteed up to 18 I believe. Yeah. In incentives. But 15 guaranteed. What, what do you think Lamar Jackson's doing right now? Um, he's calling up that guy that sells uh, exercise equipment and saying, hey, can you work on my contract? Because they're clearly <laughs> willing to just piss away money. Because who the fuck gives Odell Beckham coming off of two knee surgeries? A potential a year $18 million off of football. Con- yeah. An 18 million, 15 million guaranteed contract. That makes no sense. Who were they bidding against? Uh, themselves, I think. Like, what other team was offering anything fucking close? I 
to think, that where they people, were like, we got to overpay. I think people were taking flyers on him. Like, obviously, he he met with a couple teams. Sure. I know that during the players meeting or the coaches meeting, that there were there obviously people were talking about. But what, how what, did he get yeah. to 15 million? It doesn't add well, up. It doesn't make sense. Well, here's me. my biggest question: Is what's the Ravens play here? Do they are they are they going after Odell to entice Lamar to want to take a lesser contract? Which for me, I look at it and I go, I don't know what their plan is. Honestly, they they've they haven't had a clue on what to do at wide receiver for the past few seasons, and it's been obvious. Um, it's weird to think that Sashi Brown, the ex Browns GM, who's a fucking dummy. Um, he, he's working in the front office in Baltimore. Thanks, shot. Thanks, shot. And he yeah, used like to that. be super cheap. He's a guy who who let he he cut Joe Hayden yep. when Joe Hayden was still playing good football. He told uh, Mitchell Schwartz, "Kick rocks. We're not going to pay you money to play right tackle." Mitchell Schwartz then went on to be the best right tackle in football for multiple seasons and win a Super Bowl in Kansas yep. City. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and then he doesn't pay good players, and he gives Odell Beckham Jr. He's part of the contingency plan to give Odell Beckham Jr. Fucking Does Lamar play another down million. as a Raven? It it sounds like those two are together. Okay. Like they're kind of excited to be together. But my issue is they haven't been able to figure out an offense that revolves around wide receivers with first round picks, with young, fast, talented guys. Odell Beckham Jr. is older, coming off a double knee surgery. He hasn't played in a season, and you're just going to throw him out there to be your number one wide receiver. And he's on a team against Marlon Humphreys where those two used to get in a fight every fucking week when they played the Ravens when he yeah. was with the Browns. So the, there's a lot of hatred. Uh, Odell's kind of known as being like a questionable teammate, which I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard he's actually not, that that's media-driven bullshit. But I've also seen that he is. And I don't know what he's going to be in Baltimore. That's a team that already has its issues. They have players that are not happy with coaching. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's not happy with anybody. And now you're going to throw Odell Beckham into that fire? I love it. As a, as a Browns fan, I'm excited for it. I'm sure as, as Steelers fans, they're excited for it. I'm I'm pretty sure that this anybody... is like my favorite offseason for yeah. the, for, the, for the Ravens. I, I, since saw, I can remember. I saw somebody on the Browns. No, it was actually on the Ravens Reddit board. Uh, wrote a eulogy for the Ravens. That's fair. And said that this was the death of the Ravens by signing Odell. It's kind of fucked up, fucked the entire team, and you'll never see the Ravens back to any kind of glory in recent years. In, Here's in, hoping. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All right. Uh, next up, Jeff Okuda was traded to the Atlanta Falcons yesterday for a fifth-round pick. Atlanta going for um, defense. They really are. Their offense still sucks ass. They still have Desmond Ritter as their starting quarterback, and I don't think that's going to get any better. Um, they're, I think they're trying to just go for the 2001 Raven way of winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, Load up on defense and hope it gets you there. However, I don't think their defense is good enough to even be close to that. Um, well, I mean, you get so what I'm saying. I, I, I think Desmond Ritter is a bum. So I think as long as you have a bad quarterback, that's your, that's your weakest link on a team. You need to have a decent quarterback. Uh, obviously, some fluke years have happened, like you said, with with Trent Dilfer, um, with you know last year Kenny Pickett won a few games. So when you have you can you can win games with a shitty quarterback, it's definitely proven. Uh, but but uh, I don't think the Falcons can do much. I think they you know they they I won't say overpaid, but that's what bad teams do. You go after players and you give them big contracts. You hope they turn out. Like they went after Jesse Bates, huge signing for them. Yeah, good for them. Um, now they trade for Jeff Okuda, who was the number three overall pick a few years ago. Tore his leg, uh, his ACL or Achilles. I forgot which injury it was. Um, I wouldn't doubt missed it. Missed his good. entire rookie season. He came back. He's played a couple of years. Hasn't been that great. So getting him for a fifth-round pick, it's a great uh, low-risk, high-reward trade. But I also think Jeff Okuda just is who he is. I don't know if a change I, of scenery is going to make him better. I wouldn't doubt it if they're not in the conversation to go after the guy south of them right now. That, want, that? that wants traded. Which, which we're going to lead into next, I assume. Oh, um, well, I don't think they're going to stand a chance to get him because, <laughs> A, they're not going to trade within the division. And, that, I mean, that's the one thing that the Atlanta Falcons have yeah. going for them. Uh, 
obviously uh, David uh, Derek Carr went to the Saints, but the the NFC South is wide open. Yeah, all those teams kind of suck. I think it's really anybody's anybody's division to have. Um, and I don't know if maybe you don't need a quarterback just to win the division. If their goal is to go like eight and nine and win the South, that's doable. Sure, I think sure with that roster. Um, but what Kyle was uh, alluding to is Devin White has requested a trade from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay quickly came out right away and said, no, you ain't going anywhere. You were staying here. We understand you don't want to play with Baker. We get it. That's probably why you want to trade. Half the team hasn't put in for trade requests. They have. Right it's just, it's slowly leaking now. Uh, nobody wants to be there with Baker, but then they were like, listen, Baker's here to compete. He's not the starter. And guys were like, okay, I can live with that. If Kyle Trask starts, I'm fine with that. So that's how they talked Devin Bush off the ledge there. Or Devin White, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're literally Kyle Trash and Baker Mayfield are going to be the uh, competition in Tampa Bay. I think that team is in full tank. Would mode. anybody be surprised if Kyle won out that starting job, though? No, no, not at all. No. My concern, or not he even said a concern. Year, he said what? Two years or a year behind Brady? Just a year. I think last year was his that's enough year. time to learn more than Baker probably knows. My concern, though, with with Tampa Bay is why aren't they trading these guys? They could acquire some decent value and and like. They're not going to win anything yeah. for the next couple of years. And You're would, in a total rebuild. I would find it hilarious if they trade away all their top talent and Baker has to ride out a one in 15, 16 As it should team. be. But, like, why is Mike Evans still on that roster? Yes, trade Get him. value for him. Why is why, Devin White wants to trade? trade I him. would say, what can we get for you? Trade See him. you later. Yeah. Get rid of all these guys. Build, build up, up the cap build up, build up, Yeah, build up your draft capital yeah. and go into either in next mode. year to go after people. Yeah. Lamar to Tampa? That would be hilarious. I mean, Since Baker said no to going to Baltimore. I would laugh if he went to Baltimore. That would be funny as fuck. I mean, <laughs> even then, though, I, I'm not. A, you guys know where I stand with Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. So I think adding him down there doesn't mean shit. I don't think they're going to win anything. Um, he's just not a good quarterback. He's a he's a running back. I think the, the other thing that the big factor is the weather down there in Tampa. It's always raining. the The field is in great condition. So the way he plays, his injury history, oh, Lamar. recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah, Lamar that goes in a couple there. ACLs down yeah. there for sure. So more power to him. Kudos. I will say it doesn't make any sense that the Falcons didn't go after him. Yeah. When the Falcons came right out and they said, no, we're not going after Lamar, I was kind of like, Well, it's Why? funny because the owner came out and said the reason they're not going for him is because they don't trust his style of play. Right, which is fair. That's he's the, shown, he, the the Ravens won't pay him because he can, can't stay healthy. He's shown no attempt to change his style of play yeah. to be a pocket thrower. He is the he Chris Paul of quarterbacks in the playoffs. Continuous oh, yeah. choking. Very true. And can't stay healthy. What's your question, Dave? Fuck yeah, 100%. There's no way you you could, as a teammate, look at the quarterback and go, we made the playoffs, we had a chance to get, you know, you're in the dance to, to at least contend for a Super Bowl. And he's like, I'm good. I want to stick it to the, the owners because I want more money. For me, I'm like, fuck you and your money. Win a Super Bowl, they'll pay you whatever you want. Go out there and prove it. And he just said, no. He's just riding the coattails of the MVP he won a couple 100%, years ago. 100%. That he wants to, he's trying to piggyback off of that. And the Ravens told him to go fuck himself. So that's the one funny thing I like about Sashi Brown is refusing to pay him. Um, Sticking with the NFL, we will stay in the NFC or AFC North, but we're going to talk about the Browns a little bit here. Quickly, we don't have a picture for this because it just happened today. Perry and Winfrey was arrested in Texas for domestic abuse. The rumor is he pulled the arm of his girlfriend in a harsh manner, and he was arrested for assault. Harsh, misdemeanor. Harsh manner, huh? So, yeah, I mean, kind of weak. Not a whole lot to go off of. It literally said he did he pull her hand or her arm he or something like that. Did he pull her down an elevator shaft? Did he pull her? He did off not Ray Rice her. He did nothing like Got that. It. He just 
pulled her arm God. and he was arrested for it because that's the day and age that we live in um so for me i need more more information to come out for that yeah. i don't have much um we need video proof there has to be video somewhere right you would think with nowadays with alexas and smartphones and yep. all that shit but it's just word again is, i mean everybody and i bet all the comments i didn't even bother looking but i bet all the comments on facebook or or twitter or whatever oh, they somehow link back to watson somehow yeah the browns just love abusing women that's yeah, all you're gonna yeah, see which yeah. if you have those comments go fuck yourself people on twitter you keyboard warriors you douchebags nobody cares um <laughs> just in the fire tonight i am i'm heated heated actually it's cool now in here tim turned on the ac it's helped um greg newsome the rumor came out yesterday he has officially signed with drew rosenhouse he is now that is his agent and with that signing to rosenhouse sports Greg Rosenhaus, or Drew Rosenhaus, I'm sorry, was in, I was going to say Greg Rosenthal from uh, JRVP. Oh, boy. Uh, JRVP. <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus was in town yesterday and met with the Browns. Instantly, people Rumors. took that and went. Rumors. Greg Newsom wants traded. The same day you announced that that's his agent, he's in town with the Browns, it must be because he wants a trade. Little do these people know, he was in town to watch Shane Bieber pitch. Shane Bieber is his client. Shane Bieber is in the middle of a contract dispute. Kind of. He wants a new contract. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus also is the agent for, I believe, Jack Conklin, Alex Wright, uh, Anthony Walker, a, a plethora of Browns players he represents. So because of the, what I read, the Browns and Drew Rosenhaus have a great relationship. So he just stopped in to say hello and to see everybody. But they want, they think he wants traded. Immediately, the news took that and said Greg Newsom is requesting a trade because he just signed with Rosenhaus and he met with the Browns. That's it. Instantly. So that's the shame. A, a is dude these in his start. second year thinks he wants third. Going into his oh, third. he wants traded. Get out of here. And yeah, so immediately it's a shame. But uh, Greg Newsom had to come out and tweet and say, uh, I, "I, I'm not going anywhere." Was it any I, local? I was it any local sports people running with that? Oh yeah, they were talking about it on uh, 8:50. That's where I, I saw it for the first time. Was. I wasn't on my phone, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm scrolling through Twitter a couple hours later, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Newsom wants a trade." And then I'm, two minutes later, does not want to trade. I'm like, "What the fuck did I miss?" <laughs> I was away from the radio for like 10 minutes and I missed a, a whole trade, non-trade fucking drama legacy. Um, but he doesn't want to go anywhere. It was all bullshit. I just love the media running with anything. An agent can't meet with the team just for fun. You can't have friends in sports, apparently. I can't. I hate sports talk. It's especially right now. That's why for me, we're like, what sucks is the Browns don't have a pick until the third round. So we have nothing really to talk about for the draft. Like we'll do it next week. We'll, we'll I'll give some picks along with our mock draft, but there's really not a lot to talk about also. I think this draft class sucks. It's kind of similar to last year's. Yeah. Like, as a sports card guy, there's not any players coming out that's exciting me. They're, they're going to be overpriced. None of the, I don't like any of the quarterbacks. I like C.J. Shroud, and that's about it. The other ones I think suck. Um, the wide receiver class is shit. The running back class is average. There's a lot of good defensive players, but, like, defensive players don't really, you know, sell sports cards, so it's not that exciting. Um, and, again, Browns don't pick till fucking Friday I have night. not been listening to sports talk in the last, like, couple of weeks. I've been listening to podcasts on my way to and from work and driving around. Just because of that, it's, it's a dead part right now. You're in the very beginning of baseball. Yeah. Uh, NBA is wrapping up. But even then, the way the, the playoffs work is you, you have a game and then you're yep. off for five days. Yep. So there's not a whole lot to talk about. How many, yes, how many times can you break down the same game because it all takes manifested, three days for the next game? It's all manifested stories or, or conversations they've rehashed a million times over. Yeah. So it's not even worth listening to right now. I agree. That's why, you know, we do a show every every week in April just because it's draft month, but there's really not a lot to talk about. Yeah. Like, we're throwing shit together. That's why we're, we'll probably go back to maybe other for like another month and then go back to full We're going to be a week away from the draft, middle of NBA playoffs, and we're making next week an MLB episode yep. in the first month of yep. the season just because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Nope. But it is what it is. It's what we do. Um, and now that gets us to the end of our show. 
in everyone's favorite segment. Where Tim puts the just tip the in. Just the tip, where Tim unzips, whips it out, and tells you all. He gives you that prostate exam with two hands on your tip. shoulder. Take it away, my friend. Can you guess? I have a hunch. Is it comedy related? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. If I was on BetStamp, what are the odds going to mm. tell me that it's comedy related? I'm thinking it's like minus 100. Minus 1,000. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> well, you would probably lose that bet. Ooh, um, all right. Oh, what a swerve. However, I will be probably doing a little bit of comedy at this event. That's fair. Uh, but that's because I'm a host of the Battlegrounds uh, Fight for Ohio, which is a performance-based show um, competition between uh, artists. They're uh, they're competing for a belt. Um, they're competing for big Envy Jazzo's belt. Kind of like America's Got Talent kind of thing. Kinda. Like you could do anything. It's not like it's all music. It's, oh, okay. And it's it's all artists. Um, it's not like it's, I think it's rap R&B. Um, any type of art, honestly, any type of music, um, it is all performance-based. So if you come out and your performance is top-notch, no matter what the genre is, um, you can win this this battle. It's just, there's three judges, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not like a rap battle or anything like that. It's just you perform your song or you know whatever, and they just kind of vote and, and pass you along? Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think it is. I think it's closer to bracket style. Okay. Um, I haven't. This will be my first one that I'm going to. Also, the first one I'm, I'm hosting. That's fair. Co-hosting um, with Misha Shredder. Uh, shout out to Meech. Um, it's going to be a fun event. It's at the house, which is in Euclid, um, and there is not actually not even a stage. Like it's just a big floor for you to get kind of get your, your your thing on. That actually sounds badass. I like I like stuff like that. I really like like when I go to shows all the time. I love like the smaller the venue. Like I don't need a stage. Like keep it fucking fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, nice, intimate, um, but it's gonna be a big event. Like it's uh, it's gonna be filmed. We're putting it on Tubi, uh, so it's gonna be a, no shit. Yeah, it's gonna be a great, great time. Music by DJ Verbs, my actually one of my my friends from way back. We went to church together. I haven't seen him in so long. So the fact that I'm get to see him um, putting doing the music, it's gonna be dope. Now, was that is that live on Tubi or it'll be on at a later date? It'll be on a later date. Okay, uh, so they will edit and everything. Um, but you know, it's a competition that we're trying to put a mass production on for. Fuck yeah! Um, it's gonna be pretty sweet. It's a uh, s- Sunday, uh, doors open at six. Um, that is at the House Ultra Lounge, two two eight one zero Lakeshore Boulevard, as Euclid, Ohio four four one two three. Come out, man! See some great artists. See a nice competition. That sounds awesome. Definitely check that out. Or if you can't make it, it'll be on Tubi. Show some love on that, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's awesome. Next up, Kyle. So I went, I don't think I've ever given a video game as a tip. Um, we all enjoy playing video games once in a while. Um, and tis the season. We had sports games coming out. You know, baseball just dropped a couple weeks ago. A new golf game just came out. Um, and we have, uh, another, of course, another Madden coming out in two months here. Um, but, uh, more than I'm, that. It comes out in, like, August, doesn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's usually August. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe three, three more months. months. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, so I'm going to talk about the golf game. So I like playing, watching golf, playing golf, and then, of course, relaxing at home if I want to. Turn on the old Xbox, play some uh, new PGA Road to the Masters Tour. Now, EA has not put out a golf game in eight years, five, six years, since uh, they went. They had Tiger. Obviously, remember Tiger Woods golf all the way up in, you know, whatever, and then they went to uh, Rory as the next golf game for EA. Then they stopped, and they haven't done anything. Don't they have one with uh, Jordan Spieth on it? Spieth? No, that's... Uh, that's uh, 2K. 
Oh, okay, because so, that's that's the one I have. Yeah, yeah. So two okay. K got involved in a game, and so of course they 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 don't have they don't own the rights to PGA, kind of like how Madden owns the rights to NFL. Mm-hmm. So two K's created a game. This is like the third or fourth one that they've created. Last year he was on it. Spieth was on it. This year Tiger's on the cover of two K. That's why Tiger's not in this game. Mm. Um, but uh, no, it's just a, it's a different game. It's it's actually one of the most challenging golf games I've played. Um, just how they've designed it. Um, you have to think over. It's just a fun game. If you like golf. I, I, my my tip is if you enjoy golf, get the game. You'll you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it does. It is a little bit frustrating. It does take some learning curve to get used to it, the swing mechanics and whatnot. But it has a really cool career mode. You start off literally with next to nothing in the lowest ever amateur tour. You build yourself up. You get sponsorships. You get into the different levels, and eventually you get into the PGA. Which if you are good, you'll get there quicker than normal. But it's fun. Um, you like playing the golf game with your wife. I think you guys would probably like this. Yeah, she uh, created her own character and. She plays as herself. And nice. we just hand the controller back and forth. That's pretty much how we do it. Awesome. Yeah, that's no, a fun game, though. I would check it out as a, as a golf video game guy. It's not going to get me to watch golf because it's still boring <laughs> as shit, but I'll play the video game. Um, my tip for this week is uh, a, a new comedy special that just dropped. One of my favorite comedians does a lot of crowd work. Um, he's a club comic. I think, Tim, you know what that means. Um, for those of you that are comedy fans, there are comics who are just more meant for a club. They're not going to ever play it. Playhouse Square, they're not going to do theaters, they're not going to do arenas, they are just club comics, and they're okay with that because they're good at it, and mine is, my pick this week, or tip, is Big Jay Okerson's special called Dog Belly, so Kyle and I actually, I we saw Jay Okerson in Cleveland a few Twice, years ago, actually. Um, he's phenomenal, he's hilarious, he is just a down-to-earth, disgusting comic, he'll, he'll like say the grossest things, I fucking love that. This is the guy you um, sit in the back of the room for, though. Yeah, you don't want to be up close, because again, <laughs> he does a lot of crowd work. I will purposely go sit up front. And... Check this special out. It is streaming on YouTube completely free. Just look up Jay Okerson, and you will find it again. It's called Dog Belly. It's about how, an hour. Oh, okay. About oh. an hour, yeah. So he has a festival. He does a he does a podcast called Legion of Skanks, and it's it's very famous. It's like uh, Sirius XM bought it. He does that every week, and he does a festival every year called Skank Fest, and he recorded <laughs> this at his festival, Skank Fest, and the crowd was awesome. Uh, the, the crowd interactions he has. He has regular material, and then he does crowd work. And he, he's just so fucking good and so funny. So highly recommend checking it out. I watched it last night. And it was great. I laughed my ass off the whole time. Um, just kind of imagine you're sitting there in the crowd when he's doing this, and it just makes it so much. Is better. he coming back to Cleveland this year? I haven't seen any tour dates for him. I keep an eye out every time. If he if he does, I want to see him again. But I haven't seen anything. Got to take Tim if he comes. I think Tim would get, love this guy. We got to get some close seats, like I Tim said. I want to sit in front. If he, he would love it, dude. He, dude, Tim, honestly, if you get a chance, there's I won't spoil anything, but there's a part in this show where. A, there's a big guy in the crowd and his chair breaks God. and Jay Okerson straight up goes, why are you sitting on the floor, man? He's like, did your chair break? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, oh man. He's like, I'm, I'm putting my biggest fear onto you in front of all these people, fat guy with a chair breaking. And like, he just goes on, he talks to this guy for like 10 minutes and the guy's just literally sitting on the ground. It's so fucking <laughs> funny. Um, definitely check it out though. It's again, it's called dog belly, big Jay Okerson, funny as fuck. Uh, he's one of my favorite comedians. So check it out. It's free. I like it. I like free. So that's my pick for the week. I do, I do exactly know what you mean by club comic. It's totally different when you, uh, when you talking in a club, uh, a regular club or a bar versus a comedy club. Absolutely, he is. He's so fun. Like Jay Okerson is just the kind of guy that like he could. He'll sit up there, drink a beer with everybody, and just have a great time. Um, really good dude. Uh, so check it, check it out. Uh, that's gonna do it for everybody here talking about balls. Appreciate the time. Uh, on behalf of everybody here, Dave, thank you for joining us here. Uh, I am the weird one. See everybody. He is.